Hey, what's up? My name is DeAndra Kiera. And this is Natasha Mina. And you are tuned into a very special episode of Just Let It Glow Podcast. Because we have our friends from Black Girl Brunch, Iman and Sabria. Yes, hey y'all. I wish we had like hey, the clapping. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it's a drink champs noise. Yeah, or insecurity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just stole that real quick. How are you guys? Yeah, we are so, so good. I'm so happy to be with y'all today. So happy. Yes, we we've been the best that we got. <laughs> and we appreciate it. <laughs> like a mug, girl. We really appreciate it. <laughs> so we've been hype about this for like the last couple of weeks. Like, yeah. We have to have the girls on, and this week we plan a really fun episode. So, Natasha, yeah, I'm definitely excited um, to you know reconvene. This is the first time. If you guys didn't listen to Black Girl Brunch, what episode was that when we were on? Ooh. I'm not going to put you on the spot. Well, y'all need to just shuffle through. <laughs> y'all need to just subscribe and listen to them anyway. And listen if you're not. And catch up to when you find listen our Listen to every, everyone. Let it just keep playing. Um, but we definitely had <laughs> such a great time the first time. And I feel like, you know, it was just, even though it was my first time meeting everybody in person, it was so organic. And, you know, I couldn't wait to do it again. So I'm glad to see you, ladies. Same, same. We were just saying, we've been waiting for this all day. It was just like girlfriends talking. Our listeners loved it too. So we're excited to, you know, meet your listeners and just sit down and talk with y'all. Yes. Hey, y'all. And it's so funny because like our conversation was so organic. I forgot that it was actually recorded. I'm like, Mm because I felt like we was just like kicking and shit. Um, But I found the episode, y'all. It's episode 173, um, Kitchen Table Talk with Just Let It Glow. Yes, so go tune into that because that was such a good time. I had to go listen to it to make sure I ain't say like no name drops or anything. <laughs> we went in. We, we were talking about everything. <laughs> <laughs> so I, was like, I mean, we went you? like it, it was like a long, extensive. I feel like we talked. We covered a lot of Philly stuff that mm-hmm. I don't. I think some of us didn't realize, and like you know, from this neighborhood and that neighborhood, it was just it was a really really good discussion. Remember those questions people were asking. Yeah. Like, um, what was it about Pittsburgh? Or, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know really about anything <laughs> outside of Philadelphia. Right? I'm from Philadelphia, state. USA. <laughs> right? <laughs> but um, let's get into our little, we're going to do an interview and then we're going to get into some things. Yeah. So our first question is, how did you guys meet and why did you want to start a podcast? Um, so we met in high school. Um, oh, cool. It's funny because (laughs) Iman was initially friends with my boyfriend at the time, and I didn't know her. Um, And my boyfriend was, like, talking her up, like, yeah, like, my girlfriend's cool, like, y'all will get along, whatever, blah, blah. It wasn't until me and my boyfriend, like, broke up and me and him was beefing that me and Iman started being friends. (laughs) That's so ironic. Always on the girl side. I'm always on the girl side. So Iman was like on my side and we started being friends from there. And I think we were like, was he he like 16, Iman? 
Yeah, because, all right, so, like Sabria said, I always knew of Sabria, and I always thought she was really cool from a distance. Like, she, same elements of Sabria now have always been present, like, even in high school. Like, dress super cool, super independent, just alternative, but I can say I was a little bit more introverted in um, high school, and Sabria kind of was around, like, maybe, like, the more popular people. So, for that reason, I was like, she seems nice, but I don't know if we'll mix. Like, that, that was my mm-hmm. thoughts for, like, maybe all of ninth grade. But then in 10th grade, I became good friends with her ex-boyfriend at high school. We just were talking. He was just like a cool guy. I was talking, blah, blah, blah. But he talked Sabria up. Like, you would really like my girlfriend. Like, y'all should be friends. And then we both were like counselors for incoming freshmen. Like that year where we transitioned from sophomore to junior year. Mm -hmm. And me and Sabria kind of just instantly started laughing at everything each other said. Like, she, we were, we had each other in tears to the point where people was like, why are they laughing? so much but it was like an instant kind of like friendship when that happened like we just you know met during as count as counselors and then started being friends and like sabria said when her and the boys start beefing i was just like you know you're wrong right to the guy and next thing you know i traded on him (laughs) 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 i'm all for that because you know normally they say that women don't stick together especially that type of dynamic because you know most times but they say that men and females can't be just friends and normally you know sabria should be the girl that's like who is this girl that's friends with my boyfriend (laughs) so it's just nice to hear like you know no it was always a genuine you know thing and you had her back from the beginning that's that's how you just know it was meant to be and the organic like the fact that y'all like organically just mesh well that's always a good sign of friendship Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely and even like eric and i were like friends in like high school like um so we it was one of those schools where you could have boyfriends and talking to phones with different guys and like rumors wouldn't swirl but i feel like those days are dead because ain't like ain't no girl being friends with my man no more yeah i went to the hood (laughs) i went to a hood in school bitches was sucking dick in the bathroom so (laughs) I went to a hood in school, so <laughs> like yeah, they were definitely doing that. But yet, I didn't even, I never even thought about it like that until you said that. It wasn't a big deal to me because, like, especially because I was like a tomboy when I was younger, so I will always be friends with like my like girls' boyfriends because I just they thought I was funny, so I would just be with the boy. So I never thought anything of it like that. Like I didn't know right. about how people would be like you know could people be shady like that until like maybe a little bit later in high school and i was like oh <laughs> that's that's but that's dope. good though that's good that you wasn't that's that means that's what i'm saying like as far as just femininity it's good that you have like genuine female women empowerment type of vibes for both of y'all mm-hmm. because a lot of times it gets overshadowed with this competitive it doesn't even have to be you just but the fact that i said it you know it could have been somebody in your ear you know projecting it you know, yeah. coming up where it would make you think, oh, like, and y'all wouldn't even be where y'all all t- are today because exactly. you could have been side-eyeing her instead mm-hmm. of just, you know, genuinely just, like, innocent about it. Like, oh, you know, hey, girl. Mm-hmm. So that that's, I, I love that. I love hearing that you wasn't, that wasn't even a thought in your head. I can't say it would be me. <laughs> I, 
Forbidden tea. Look, I never even spilled this, but Eric's girlfriend did have a problem with me. And <laughs> oh, 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 I'm here I, for yeah, it. I had to find out through his sister when we graduated I'm that crying. she had a little problem with me. But yeah, that was it, there was some of that. But I think that once some once some girls had a conversation, especially with me, they're like, she don't give a shit about my boyfriend. Like she don't. Like she no, just that's not like, your oh, energy at all. Me and my boyfriend was like the same height, and I'm five three. So I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like a foot taller than him. I was like the same height. We wore the same shoe size. Like I was like I was. It wasn't even a thought. Right. He was right. a cool guy though. He was at the time, but yeah, I switched up on him when he started acting funny, and it was like over. Yeah. It was so funny because like it was a we gotta tell the whole story about what happened with the ex boyfriend. But let's just say a girl that went to our school was involved, and she was acting like she wanted to fight Sabria, and people were so shocked. Like all her cousins came into the school like, "Oh, somebody want to fight Sabria?" I know that's right. right. And everybody, <laughs> hey, everybody she wanted to fight shit. you over your dude. She mm-hmm. wanted to fight him, and it's funny because she was the one I had to work because he was like, "Oh, that's my friend," but I never trusted. It was something about her I didn't trust it because also we didn't look alike, but we favored. Like oh, okay. we both was like mm-hmm. short, thick, and I'm like, "Why you gotta be friends with another short, thick girl? Like, why you gotta be mm-hmm. like?" Right. It just was like I just was like, "Okay, like." See, you that's know. where that female intuition comes mm-hmm. in. Exactly, because like, I wasn't was worried that. about. Like, I wasn't, because also, Ema had, like, homegirl energy. Like, friend, like you just look at her face, and I'm just like, this is an innocent little bean. Like, right. just, <laughs> but that girl, Jezebel. Jezebel. <laughs> she was a whore. I was about to say that, a whore. She was a whore. A whore. Yeah, because everybody knew. Like, y'all know how in high school, y'all know, like, that's that couple. Like, we was that right. couple. Like, everybody knew. We was together for almost four years. Like, four years. Like, um, my whole high school, um... Yeah, first of all, that was the longest relationship I've had with a man in my life. But um, but yeah, we was together yeah. like all four years of high school, and um, she was like, "Up, oh, let me end that right now." And then wanted um, to fight. Then wanted to fight. And wanted to fight me. Like it why? Then I almost volunteered for ass whipping too. It was just right. for real. I just never forget that, like, when I walked over, like, okay, whose side she gonna be on? And I, like, without a doubt, walked over to Sabrina's and was like, all right, so who are you fighting? <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, easy, wow. easy decision. But, yeah, that's how we became friends, and we've been rocking with each other ever since. Like you said, 15. She was 16, I was 15. I love to hear it. So why did you guys want to do a podcast? People always thought we were funny. Like, yes. even in high school, we were known for laughing, cracking jokes, keeping the joke going for way too long. Um, <laughs> but also for standing up for people. Like, we mm-hmm. were the people who started, like, the gay strip alliance in our high school. We were president, vice president. And that kind of just wanting to do right and talk about what's what we think is right kind of just stayed with us and people kept saying y'all should start a youtube channel because that was the thing youtube 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 but we were awkward as hell we actually have a video where we tried to do a show and it was so cringy we was like okay this is a no problem (laughs) wait what was it about oh my god I don't even know. We just was like, so, Tully. Well. You tried to do the YouTube voice. We were like, random dancing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. 
We were trying Welcome to be like, another early. episode. Oh my god. Yeah. We were trying <laughs> we to be teenagers. like teenagers. We was teenagers. Oh, yeah. that's we so trying to cute. Be the ghetto iCarly, and it just did not go well. <laughs> so, so when the podcasting things start happening, we literally went to Barnes and Noble with a notepad, with an iPhone and a dream, and just like <laughs> created our segments. And that's we've just literally been doing it because I think we both wanted that creative outlet. We just didn't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. If we should do it separately or together. And right. yeah. Well, let me ask you. So how did it become black girl brunch specifically though? Cause you guys have a unique spin on podcasting. Um, I, we went through a bunch of names actually. We went through a bunch of names. Um, we also like to go out to eat so mm. that was a thing and we and like we both are vegan so we always want to like you know try to wink wink influence people to like with it and things like that right and we had the chance to um with like being black girl brunch because um as y'all know every food title is like i mean every <laughs> every episode title is like a food or like um, something has to do with like cooking or something like that. I love but that, I and it's really creative because y'all haven't slipped yet, and y'all like <laughs> two hundred episodes. It's crazy. Like I, that's what's so like unique to me. To even just not even the concept, but the fact that y'all continue to you know have these unique names. You can play around with words. I didn't think that it was that many ways to you know say a topic or a subject matter and keep it interesting. You know what I mean, and still make it. Um, relevant to what you're talking about, what your mm-hmm. show is about. Like, that's you. just, a, yeah, yes, that's like you. great. The, world, the wheels be turning, okay? The wheels be turning. I'll be on Google, like, what's up, old Dev? Start with an O. Um, <laughs> I know, that's right. <laughs> and so, um, Eric definitely keep us honest. Like, if we ever have, like, lemon too much, like, he'll be like, hey, y'all had an episode named this. So it's nice to have that support too. But when we were thinking about Black Girl Brunch, I can remember literally asking Sabria, should we just do brunch? Or should we do Black Girl Brunch? And Sabria was like, we need to do Black Girl Brunch. We need to let people mm-hmm. know this is a space right. for Black girls. And mm-hmm. I think back and be like, yo, why was I ever, why did I ever question it? But mm-hmm. I'm just so happy that like her gut feeling was like, no, we need to stand in it. And this is a space where we say all the time, like we elevate Black voices, especially Black femmes. Like we've, mm-hmm. we've since like, you know, grown into not just saying, oh, Black girls, but this is a safe space for Black femmes. And all the conversations that you would have with your best girlfriends, your best friends over, you know, brunch and a mimosa, we want that same feeling when you listen to the podcast. That's definitely the energy. When you first announced that you were doing a podcast, I was like, yes. Like, (laughs) I was, I've been a fan since day one. I'm like, and it's really motivating me to do it with Natasha. So I thank y'all so much and all the gems y'all have dropped on us since then. And I really be, like, listening, cracking the fuck up. Like, it's this meme (laughs) where it's, like, a portrait of these girls laughing. This person is laughing in front of them. That's how I be. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I be. I be like, yo, why would y'all say that? (laughs) I be crying. Like, it's to the point I don't, I can't listen to y'all until after we record because I be laughing too much and I don't want to pick up y'all thoughts. Yeah, I'll start just I really be cracking up in here like and I found a way to put um Spotify on my TV, so now I'm really about to be listening for oh. real. 
Yes, I yeah. love having Spotify on the TV. But um, it's funny because I don't really listen to podcasts. Like I'm like me. Li- <laughs> <laughs> like I listen, I listen to y'all. Like I li- like I'm not. A, I'm like a drop in. I'm like I'll listen to like. I'll do like four episodes at a time and then I'll be like, all right, then I'll take a break for like a month and then I'll come back and listen to like four episodes all at once. Like, mm-hmm. that I'm yeah, I'm the same way. I'm so you, girl. And I'll be yeah. feeling bad because it's like, you know, it's kind of to me like a hypocritical where I'm like saying, like promoting this and then it's like, oh, but you know, I'm not a heavy podcast uh, listener. But like you said, I'm the same way. When I listen, I'm listening. Like, okay, yeah. well, I want to mm-hmm. listen to a few episodes and even ours like sometimes i'll go back to other episodes and like oh you know that let me just listen to this again you know or this, yeah this was funny i forgot about that but i don't know it's just i gotta kind of be in that mode um mm-hmm. and there's nothing personal though you know what i mean for people that do podcast and uh, i appreciate it but you know. since starting a podcast <laughs> i find it hard to listen to a lot of podcasts like yep. i used to before so I pretty much like listen to Black Girl Brunch and I'll listen to the read here and there. Um, and since Insecure has been on, I've been listening to Insecurity. But usually it, I can't like, because a lot of topics are repeated, I really have to like be careful because yeah. I like right. to keep my thoughts clear in Organic. my mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I usually yeah. YouTube is like to that too. Yeah, YouTube is well. I'm very careful about it as well, just because we're all creators, and and I, I tend to listen to like minded people. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's not that these thoughts wouldn't organically come to my head, but you know, you be we, sure that they're. Coming I want to be sure, yeah, because I feel the exact same way, and that's why, like, I listen to you guys. I listen to like maybe the friend zone from time to time. But other than that, like I've I fell off like with a lot of other mm-hmm. podcasts that talk about similar things, and I'll be listening to my crime pet podcast. Um, I listen to like a lot of th- like a lot of audio books and stuff like that. But you just want to make sure that you have, like you said, your own thoughts. It's so easy. Mm-hmm. It's I so know easy. that the read has influenced the way that I podcast so much that I had to take a step back from listening to it mm-hmm. because I didn't mm-hmm. want it to be like this to be the read two same i listen to them like in like bulk like i'll binge listen for like a couple of weeks like natasha said because i i really love the podcast that's where i kind of fall in love with podcasts but i um i'm very careful because while i love them i don't want to be them like I want to be me because yes. being right. them won't help me. No, <laughs> help and them. Them but love for them. Like, <laughs> they definitely walk so we can run. So I'm exactly, <laughs> I'm about the whole ass. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, dear. <laughs> so with that being said, what is your favorite thing about podcasting? Um, I like so me personally. I don't really. I don't know if like people can't tell, but I don't really like talking like that. Like, I'd rather, like, write something down or, like, tweet mm. or, like, post on Instagram or something. I don't really like talking that much. Like, I guess I would say publicly. Like, mm-hmm. that's why people are always like, oh, like, you should make YouTube videos and stuff like that. And, like, I would like to, but, like, I physically get exhausted from talking. But I feel like podcasting has helped me, like, become more sure of myself and like be like like when I hear people like oh like like quote things that I have said or be like yeah you were right with that like I'm like oh I need to be more sure of myself Mm -hmm. I need to believe in myself more so I like the fact that it's giving me like a newfound like confidence 
Um, cause like probably without it, I would just probably the only person would know what my voice sound like is Iman. We didn't do podcasts, honestly. Um, but yeah, it's giving me a newfound confidence. Also, it's making it made me like, um, be okay with like speaking out more and. It's just like I feel like it's just very like stimulating and like it makes me um like want to look into certain topics more um and mm-hmm. then I get excited like especially we keep on doing new stuff new things and it's so like new thing we doing now um is the tea for the soul episode and I loved it I love it like that is like when we have those episodes I'm like this is so fun. I love those episodes. I was like a big fan of chicken noodle soup for the soul. So when y'all yes. do that one, I be like, yes, just talk. Just tell me. So let's have some girl talk. Like, fuck these celebrities. Like, I want to know what's going on. Yes. And that's be our mentality when we do those episodes, too. Yeah, we do Man. stuff like that, too, sometimes. Because it will just be like, it's just a bunch of bullshit in these people's lives. And we don't care. Exactly. Right. Seriously. Right. So, no, Iman, what's your favorite? Um... I'm kind of opposite of Sabria where I actually don't like to type or to that's why I'm such a bad texter and stuff. It's very hard for me. My brain just don't calibrate with like typing and writing. I think it's because I'm too impatient and my thoughts are so rapid fire that I do love to have a space where I can just talk my shit and like dump it because Mm -hmm. I was a very high anxiety. Well, I'm always high anxiety, but I was worse prior to having this podcast because I always had thoughts and nobody like no place to put it. And it's just like nobody once you graduate from college you start to realize that people don't really just walk through life wanting to have deep conversations with you like you know those mm-hmm. conversations right. in class and mm-hmm. I was having a hard time being in a real world and without no space to talk about just things and stuff and ideas like no space to talk about that so my favorite thing about a podcast is knowing that when I have a thought, I have somewhere to dump it. And then I'll feel like those thoughts matter to other people because they told me they're like, Oh, when you speak mm-hmm. up about this, like it makes me feel good. It inspires me. So just having a useful place to, to share my thoughts is, has been like therapy in itself and just a timestamp of where I'm at in life and my ideas and my thoughts and what's going on. Like I don't, I don't think about it too often, but like, wow, we, I was what, like 24, 25 when we first started and now I'm about to be 30. We both are. We're both about to be 30 years old and our thoughts have changed so much since right. we started this. And I just think like, you know, when I get 40, hopefully we'll still be doing this, you know, if everything's good, if, you know, the world is still turning, but right. to, to be able to have like a formal way of documenting my thoughts where I was at because we get so personal I feel like that's a blessing in itself and Mm -hmm. some people won't have that unless they're like journalers or something like that this is kind of replaced like the journal for me right that's my favorite thing just knowing that I have like a time stamp and I always say I believe in growth transparency so that means if I said something stupid when I was 24 and I don't believe it now I'm not going to be ashamed or try to hide or justify that. It's what I thought then. And now I have like my growth documented for other people to see. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be trying to cancel me because now I'm really, really popping, getting money. <laughs> and y'all trying to go back on episodes like, oh, yeah, because remember when you said on episode six, sure season did. four, like, yes, bitch. And, and, I, and I'm going to stand 10 toes. I sure did. Yeah. That was my, you know, 20 something year old mind. And now I'm here. I'm all for that. Listen, and especially I don't the fact remember that you what I said. Yeah, half right. the time I don't remember shit. 
No, no. <laughs> somebody told really me I true. said something. I'm like, I said that. Uh, right? I just know what That's I didn't right. say. Okay. <laughs> right. I know what I you know. And it's like, it's the space you was in at that point in your life, like you said. So it's, you know, it's nice to be able to have something, like you said, a, a journal to go back and listen to and watch your growth and just hear how much you mature and just how life just happens. Yes. Um, and everybody can actually have an audience that's growing with you. That's even better. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? The people can say, oh yeah, oh, you came so far. And you know, oh, you guys, we remember when you used to do X, Y, Z and like, you know what I mean? Cause you know, it's honestly our listeners that are more in tune to than we are. Like you said, a lot of things mm-hmm. we don't remember mm-hmm. even what you said or when Sabrina was saying, you know, when people walk up to you, oh yeah, you know, you said such and such. You're like, I said that. Like it, <laughs> other people listen now. <laughs> Other right. people. What's your favorite thing? Who me? Hmm. Dang, where did I come from? Oh, okay. <laughs> I just want to know. I'm curious. Oh, you just said it like I don't. Oh, what's your favorite thing? Oh, yeah, okay. I'm curious. Um, <laughs> I, well, honestly, uh, I agree with Iman a lot. Like, I feel like you know, it's a lot of things that'll happen in the world, and me being like, I, I'm an intellectual. I consider myself. I, I guess that's kind of forward to say that I'm an intellectual, but I. Can consider myself somebody that likes to have yeah I like to have deep conversations and like you said so many people don't and I feel like you know unless I was smoking weed with somebody and even then it was like damn I I found a lot of dummies god forgive me no offense to anybody later in life that I might have smoked weed with but in college (laughs) it was way more like real deep and you know now it's very surface Mm -hmm. so you know being Mm -hmm. able to view what's going on in the world and have an opinion where you know like you said you can kind of just get it off your chest like I love to be able to sit here talk to you DeAndre because I know even if we agree there might be a strong point that you you disagree on and I I live mm-hmm. for the disagreements too, by the way. I love a good yes, debate. Yes, you do. <laughs> I live for a good debate because I just love, I love hearing people's counter arguments. I'm, I'm very open to other people's opinions as long as we respect each other yes, and we yep. can agree to disagree. I, I love that because to me, it's a mental exercise. Yeah. So, you know, that's why I like doing this. I like, you know, to be able to unpack and then just also hearing feedback from people and saying, oh, I didn't think of it this way or, mm-hmm. you know, oh, well, you know, you guys said this well even and they'll bring up something else later and it's like oh well people actually kind of respect you know the angle that we're coming from and it was mm-hmm. taken the right way um so that's you know that's my my favorite part well what about you deandra i gotta ask <laughs> you what you ask me what about you what's your favorite part so you be taking how, what I, how i say it and you be taking it love I was just curious. What's your favorite part? But it's funny you agree with Iman because I'm more so with Sabria. Like, a lot of people didn't really know my personality, didn't know that I'm really reserved. I only talk to the people I enjoy talking to. And a lot of times, I think a lot of people didn't realize I have so much opinions or I had something to say or that I, you know, I hate to say I'm funny, but I, I can get sure. a couple of chuckles out of here. <laughs> so, <laughs> but a lot of people just didn't realize that because I, I stayed in myself. I I hang with my people. So my friends are mm-hmm. like, DeAndre has a huge personality, but like somebody who doesn't really know me that well, like I didn't know you were so funny. Like I love the podcast. I love, you know, your uh, views on things. I love how you and Natasha bounce off of each other. So that's why I like, and it, it really molded because we're, we've been so transparent on this show. It kind of like 
motivated me to get into therapy so that I can, because I have struggled with being vulnerable and this show has definitely helped me become more vulnerable, Mm -hmm. definitely, so I can talk to a therapist Mm -hmm. and not feel judged because I'm literally just putting all my thoughts into the world and whoever catches it, it. so I might as well talk to a fucking therapist. (laughs) (laughs) No, it takes so much vulnerability and I just feel like sometimes the people like you and Sabria, like who who are so quiet they y'all be having like some the best personalities and that's why i always tell mm-hmm. people like there is nobody else i could do black girl brunch with other than sabria like sometimes we do have different work styles and we may show up in different ways but i'm like mm-hmm. we bring something out of each other mm-hmm. and like i know for a fact she always has something both of you all of us always have something really strong to say like you're not you, you know how some people on podcasts no shade they just be bad like i know right. i will never get that it will come right. in later we'll get into that later <laughs> yes. well, yes. Yes. i agree i could right. never do this show without natasha because and vice versa show. it just it just works we gel we like even when we disagree or we don't really understand. We wind up wind up getting understanding later. Yeah, and it's, it's good just, content. It's good content. And it's I, I definitely agree too. Because like for instance, we'll be talking about something, and we'll be actually on the air, and I could talk to I could text Iman and be like, like don't say that or this and the third, and Iman won't be like, well, whack the fuck, like, like okay, like you know, okay, but it'll just right be there. like nobody won't <laughs> even know we having a conversation. Uh, like, uh, like, you know who be getting us out of here, Eric? Like, I would be like, <laughs> I, it was something. I was like, I don't know, because I don't want people to take it the wrong way. He's also push the envelope. <laughs> now I listen to a man when it comes to talking about, like, He's so. like push it. Don't be scared. Uh, it, no, but it's facts because it's the old. I just realized I, social media, like, kind of makes you just be over sensitized like over cautious sometimes and it's like Natasha like girl I said what the fuck I said that's what I that's how I am I'm like like, who gonna beat my ass and it's like me I'm like the I'm I'm like I'm pushing the envelope but I'm also like the beep (laughs) I know honestly I be thinking about the coin I'm not gonna lie yeah I be thinking that too I be like no cause we gotta get that money (laughs) I need that money think about the coin but i also be thinking about like if somebody don't say it you're not gonna be provocative and you're that's not that's how I feel. Yeah. I feel like yes, if, you, feel. if you get the people's attention you will get money like look mm-hmm. at fucking kanye west this right. man says whatever he wants but because people are in love with his honesty his realness his rawness the fact that he really don't give a fuck they still stay loyal to him you know, and do what they have to do. And I feel that, that way about what I say. If y'all know I'm not coming from a place of like meanness, mm-hmm. but if I, if I can't be honest, what's the point of talking? That's no, how I, I feel. Like, no, yeah, I definitely I what I'm saying. I'm just going to be quiet. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> agree. And so I'm like, you know what? That's why we work. Right. <laughs> it's exactly. why we work with each other. The balance. Because exactly. Sabrina definitely be like, all right, girl, let's like tone it down. And I'm like, all right, you know what? I got it out. I, if I go any further now, I am yeah. just Right. <laughs> you know that you're about to jump, like really jump into it. Like, all right, let's rain yeah, it so in. I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to rain it in. I'll be quiet. Like, okay, <laughs> let me just see where she about to go with this. 
You're and doing I'm a like, lot. Okay. <laughs> That's and I can always tell by the inflection in her voice, like, oh, okay, you know, all right, Natasha, let's change the subject. Because like, I know she about to go real deep and forget that everybody Because <laughs> we and her talk on the phone, like, for hours and you say anything. So it's just like, when we be on here, especially that we do it remotely, it just sound, feel like we on the phone right. talking our shit. But um, we basically talked about our least favorite things. So um, what made you guys become vegan and how has it changed since you first became? Because I've been seeing a lot of substitutes um, in places and I've been eating them up. (laughs) (laughs) So I love that. I stopped eating meat when I was 15. Um, So but my mom's like, you got to eat something. So I was pescatarian. So I ate seafood. Um, and I always wanted to be vegan. Like that was my main goal when I was like a teenager. Um, I, I saw it on, I heard about veganism on MySpace and I watched a video on like factory farming and stuff like that. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, so like that night I was just told my parents, I was like, I don't want to eat meat anymore. And they started freaking out. Um, but (laughs) yeah, so I, uh, it was always my end goal to be vegan. That was always like a lifetime goal. I was like, I have to be vegan. I have to be vegan. Um, then like in college towards like when I was about to graduate, I eventually went vegetarian and, um, I started, I, I think I, I started watching like a bunch of documentaries and stuff like that on Netflix. Um, and then I finally decided in 2016 mm. that, um, that I wanted to be vegan and I was like, I finally did it and I felt like, okay, this is something for my childhood that I always wanted to do that I finally accomplished. Like, I was like, can't believe I did it. Like, that is um, so crazy. Um, that, that was like a goal when you were in. And as a teenager. school, because I didn't know shit. I didn't know nothing about <laughs> veganism. I didn't know it. Like, this I said, it's admirable. Yeah, like, oh I'm my really, God. Like, you were really, like, ahead of the curve. I really mm-hmm. was always obsessed with veganism. Like, I was so obsessed with it. Like, I, it was the one thing that, like, I would just always constantly read about. Like, I would look, even when I wasn't fully vegan, I would, like, look up recipes. I always, um, looked at me but like since i had stopped eating meat um i had had got a lot of vegetarian and vegan like substitutes for stuff and like when i when i was 15 it was like really bad like the only mm-hmm. thing the only things that like i had to eat was like these morning star chicken nuggets um they had these morning star like uh ribs that was vegetarian and um corn dogs from trader joe's oh um, my god never had a corn mm-hmm. dog before um i've only had a like a vegan like a vegetarian one yeah so that's very it's a random fact about me um but yeah so it was like very scarce and like the cheese was nasty there was no actually there wasn't even cheese when i i don't remember there being vegan cheese i really don't but maybe i just didn't have it um i remember one time my dad got me um vegan mayonnaise and it was literally gray Ugh. It was literally great. It looked like like y'all know on SpongeBob when it was like that bad Krabby Patty and it was like the goo. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like that. And I just was like, I was like, I had got discouraged a little bit because I was like, I don't know if I could, like this is so the stuff used to be like really bad. Um, yeah. and then like towards college, I had met somebody that was vegan and I started really talking to them and they started putting me down and it was like, I found more stuff. It still was like scarce, but I found more stuff. And then I had the privilege of living in New York and, um, New York had actual vegan restaurants, like in mm-hmm. walking distance from me. 
So I started going there and I started feeling like more hopeful, like this is obtainable, like I can do it. And like I said, in 2016, I decided to just do it. Um, And I felt like since I did it that way, it was so much easier for me to like just stick to it. Um, and like, I have just never looked back since like, it's just like so embedded in me. And like, I just never, like, it's just not a thing for me to go back. Cause I feel like that is like lying to my younger self. It's letting my younger self down. And mm-hmm. like, I, it was just something like, I love animals like so much. Um, and then when I found out like how certain people are like vegan for like the environment and like for um communities and stuff like that i like started Uh i'm like this is bigger than me that's why it's like i never cheat vegan or like i never like go back on it because i'm like it's not it's not just a diet it's not about me it's about all the things that i stand for so i'm not gonna go back and especially letting your younger self down it's just like i'm like that is the one thing that my younger self wanted to do that i have completed and i'm sticking to it i'm not gonna let her down at all. right you want to stick beside it that's beautiful i love the way you i love it that's why i get defensive about veganism because i'm just like y'all don't understand like I, like the levels and the stuff i'm just like it's not just like a thing for me i'm like y'all don't when people like try to like i'm like it's not just a thing it's not just trendy for me if it's for mm. other people that's fine even if it's trendy for other people i'm like all right we got them lisa that's one less hand i'm like ladies and gentlemen we got them but um <laughs> yeah, so that's why i'm like y'all don't be knowing like my brain i be thinking you know <laughs> no why you mind um, I feel that I'm unlike Sabria, I had no intention of being vegetarian, vegan, none of that. <laughs> like the only reason why is because I just didn't question a lot of things that I ate growing up. Like I didn't mm-hmm. really grow up around the most health conscious people. Like, yes, my mom cooked like vegetables growing up, but nobody was working out health conscious on purpose, just doing the basic shit to stay healthy and, you know, mm-hmm. not get, not die. That's right. what they was doing in my family. So when I met Sabria and she was vegetarian and just started talking about why and explaining kind of like love for animals, I just was like, oh, you know, that is kind of cool. And like her, I started watching like those factory farming videos. And honestly, I was more freaked out at first about like the hormones that go into animals versus the like cruelty part like it took me a little bit longer to care about animals i will be honest about that (laughs) i was just like they injected shit with what and i was like oh i'm getting nauseous like just think about it i'm getting freaked out i later learned that honestly they put those type of pesticides in everything but Mm -hmm. just that was just my initial like you know attraction to like vegetarianism so i was pescatarian at first and then i was 25 i went vegetarian and then of course i have a super dramatic story but i was talking to my uncle and he was actually about to pass away from cancer he knew it like it was like kind of like the end of the road for him and he was telling mm-hmm. me like don't be like me you know go get your checkups go to get yourself taken care of and most importantly do whatever you think you need to do to be healthy he's mm. like and i was like you think i should be vegan he's like whatever you personally think you need to be doing to be healthy 
be doing it. And he was just like, do not be like me. Look at me dead in my eyes. And I just was like, oh my God, I don't want to be like him. I do want to take care of myself. Like I want to be healthy. And Mm -hmm. I just was like, I think veganism is the best way to do it in my heart. Like it's telling me that being plant-based and just really, really leaning into like fruits and vegetables, working out more, like never doing too much drinking, no too much sugar intake, nothing unhealthy. I just want to do it. And Mm -hmm. I leaned into like my health. Like I went cold turkey vegan after failing like all these times and I haven't turned back. So I do feel better. And now it's about, like Sabria said, it's about sustainability. It's about animal cruelty and just minimizing harm as much as possible. Like I'm a very spiritual person and I'm a very like, I guess, sensitive person. So I always want to make sure that in this life I'm minimizing harm. Wow. I love how y'all both explained it. It's too, it's it was beautiful. But I feel like it's so relatable and it's so motivating. Cause like now I'm like, damn. Cause some people I know that are vegan, like they be trying to do that Dr. Savy shit. And uh, I just uh, like, no I be like, come on. Like, I, that's just raw. That's just from the earth. Y'all be eating fucking lentil beans and making it uncooked shit. Like, yeah, like, come it on, man. like it's that's too restrictive. Too and they like, you know, cause you gotta eat. They be just like, go outside and eat some You grass. gotta eat for health <laughs> and not for the taste. And I'm just no. like, how the fuck? <laughs> that don't get people. Yeah, yeah. That don't get people. And you can still have fun like me be having a blast yeah no y'all food be looking bomb yeah i want to know like how do y'all um stay consistent when you're like at events that's outside of your control like you know somebody else's birthday party or you're out at a restaurant that may not be particularly i'm pretty sure most places aren't pretty uh, vegan based so do you just stick to just vegetables only and say no butter like how does that look it changes it does. Because first of all, one thing you got to know about me is I'm going to make you feel crazy for not including me. <laughs> she do. She do. I'm going to make you feel real crazy. Um, I don't have a problem with ordering food um, at somebody's house. I don't have a problem with doing that. I'm going to, I'm like, okay, so I'm going to take a stand. Like, you couldn't even have, ch- like, chips and salt. I'm like, all right, I'm taking a stand. I'm ordering something for me and Iman. Um, and we're going to eat it right here. Like, I'm just, like I said, I, because I'm going to make people feel great. Because I've been doing that with my family, like, when I first, because I was 15. So, I've been, I feel like I had to, like, f- get, like, tough about this. Because, mm-hmm. you know, pe- parents don't take, like, it's like, oh, you're just a teenager, you being. So, I had uh-huh. to be tough. This is one thing that I'm dead as ten toes down tough about. That I will fight about. It. <laughs> so, right, right. So, I, like, the, me and Iman went to an event. It was none for us to eat. I start. I was real quiet on my phone looking for what restaurants around. I'm like, Eat now, what you want? Like, we come on, we gotta eat. And without question, I was like a vegan chicken cheese <laughs> Period. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> do that or um, that sound good though. I know. I was about to say. Have y'all had veganish yet? I have it. I, I want to try it. I'm always trying vegan food. That's why I said I don't. Yeah, Deandra does. She do try something. I'm really greedy and shit. I be fucking I up Impossible it, Burgers. Uh, I love it. That's the best ones. But I, um, yeah, so either that, I like, you know, 10 toes down. Like, I'm like, no, we gonna. And I definitely will drag you. I'm like, yep, Iman, what we getting? Um, or, <laughs> I, I'm, a or, less, I'm less, like, hostile about it. I'll just be like, um, all right. I just am going to eat before I come or I'm yeah, not staying long. Exactly. I don't stay long. Yeah. That's exactly. the type of eat person before, I am. I was just about to say that. We eat before we come or we leave early and then we go and get like what we want. 
I don't go to restaurants that don't like say like say we're gonna roll traveling and we gotta stop at Chick Fil A. All right, cool. I'm just gonna get get French fries. I'm not gonna think too much about that oil. Right. Like, come on, I'm not that. Right. It's not that deep. Like yeah. I can't control like it on that level. I'll just eat whatever I have to eat for survival in that right. kind of situation. But if I'm home in Philly and somebody like, let's go to Applebee's, I'm going to be like, no, because you know, <laughs> they don't have anything for me. So why would you invite me there? There's yeah. so many restaurants right. here. It is. It's so many. It's, I yeah, go out a lot and it's a lot of places that have vegan options. They'll even say like how you can substitute like just yeah. eggs. Like mm-hmm. there's really a lot of stuff. So like, even when I plan things and I know somebody that's vegan is going, mm-hmm. like if it's a restaurant, I'm going to check the menu. I'm a menu checker because I don't me, eat pork. Me too. That's I'm so not. important. <laughs> I'm a so menu, like important. I want to know what the hell is there before me I get too. there. Me too. Me too. I'm the same way. But I'm when not. I have events, like <laughs> I definitely yeah, Iman, um, don't check the menu. I be knowing stuff. No, I, I gotta know. I know how much it I know costs. stuff that's on the menu, and yeah, that too. And I know stuff that's on the menu of restaurants in like California or like Toronto. Like I really be like, Damn. all right, this is what I just tried to like get a gauge on, like the mm-hmm. tier, like you know, whatever. Yeah. Also, because I like to photograph food and stuff like that. I'm just like, okay, you know. What's this? What's that? You know, because I'm not trying to waste my time. But another thing that pissed me off is when restaurants don't even have, like, this made me so mad. This was, like, the worst. This is my mom's birthday, and it was the worst. This is why we stick to the Cheesecake Factory. It was horrible. We went to Bahama Breeze. I'm like, Mm. okay, that's fine. They got beans. I know you're not supposed to say Mm. it, but I love beans. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) I love them. So I'm like, all right, they got beans. They got some vegetables. I can make something work. So I'm like, and it's my mom's birthday. She trying something new. One thing y'all got to know about my mom is she will... She she say fair three. That's her favorite restaurant. She don't want to go. That's my daughter. That's my daughter's favorite <laughs> restaurant. She don't want to go nowhere else for her birthday. Yep, that's no. her. My dad like you want to go to Fogo the Child. You want to go to Steak <laughs> Me? No. She say fair three. He will literally take a, a fancy Brazilian steakhouse. No. She say fair three. My dad, yeah. she went to a Brazilian steakhouse. Hated it. She's like But anyway, they had pork and the beans. I was like, oh, oh my God. God. Are they serious? They're serious. Oh, that wow. pissed me off real bad. But you know, oh, people God. love Who's still putting pork instead of beans? That's what right. I say. Because even if I, I'm like, what if I was Muslim? Unless it's out the can. Mm. Like, unless it's like from the South. Like, if you travel oh, yeah. down South, I'm going to just automatically assume it's pork and something. That's true. But like up here, it's usually like, um, y'all know we've been on Turkey at least <laughs> right. since I the think, 90s. I think it might be can, like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that is crazy because when i have events like my sister not li- the during the pandemic so in 2020 she wanted like a birthday party mm-hmm. in the backyard and so I, she two of her parents are vegan her really close friends i'm like shit i was like you want a barbecue like what you want me to cook because i want to make sure they got food to eat we did a mexican theme i made sure that i had enough stuff for them so that they can eat and they had a great time i just I just know. And I think, like, Iman, I invited you to, like, a birthday party. I was like, well, let me know if you come so I can make sure I got some food for you. Because yes. I don't yeah, play I, like that. I really appreciate that. Like, like our girlfriend did for us for her birthday party recently. She's like, 
no, like y'all in here, y'all drinking. I'm asking y'all to come out. Like I'm going to at least have a few, a, mm-hmm. one option for mm-hmm. you to eat. Right. That's just, yeah, that's how I never At least had some hummus. <laughs> yeah, especially in 2021. Like I can right. understand if it was like 2008, but I'm like, most people, like just, it's a simple solution if you want us to be there so bad. Or you yeah. need to pay for me to order food out. Like that's how I feel. Like you need to accommodate me at this point. Mm-hmm. Because people I can always stay in the house. Yeah, True. And I always want to stay in the house. <laughs> right. Like, if I'm not pressed to come. So just, like, right. make sure there's some food for me to eat. So um, yeah. that's interesting. And like I said, honestly, it's really not that hard right now. It's really Ooh. not that hard. It's so many options. There's so many places. Philly, really has, Philly has a lot of, like, places that are either vegan or have, like, a whole side of the menu that's vegan. So, like, any excuse. It's just an excuse. And a lot of people just, like, going to the same five places. Yeah, that's the yeah. real thing. Like, that's true. So, okay, well, let me ask you guys. So, in five years, where do you see Black Girl Brunch going, and what do you see it doing? Hopefully, we get a HBO special. That's really the Oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. How about well? So, what kind of HBO special are we talking like, about? Maybe something like it would be like in a style of stand up, but obviously script. Well, it's all scripted, but like something like that. Like we sit down and it's like a big audience, or we're like standing up. There's mics. Hopefully, I would like to sit down. Um, but yeah, so, <laughs> like sitting down, talking to an audience, like about our journey and stuff like that, making jokes, and then like in the middle of it, it can be like skits and stuff like that. Um, so it's like re- we in reality, and then like we are in skits, and then it comes back to so something like that, like a special. I like oh, it. I, I like that it. Too. Like so a like kind of Bill Maher esque. Yeah. Type. Yeah. Or like the right. Seinfeld slash Broad mm-hmm. City slash right. Key and Pills type of situation. Right. Like just, right. It's like right. it's like a live audience for the like the on stage part and then it's like right. cut to but, but it's just a special. I don't know the episode stuff. I don't know if you can do that. But. So kinda how Dave Chappelle the Chappelle show was. When it was yeah. just yeah. him. Yes. Something like that. Yes. Stand up yes. and then he's like, Oh, you know, bringing up certain topics and then you know like cut to good. the scene about exactly. it. Uh-huh. Yes. I love that. I love that. Yeah, that sounds so cute. Yes, and it's so funny because Sabrina and I, Sabrina's actually never talked about that with me because we just be happy. <laughs> we just both know what we want. Like I know that uh-huh. sounds like crazy. I feel like any idea that's on my list, she like, oh yeah, cool. Like we're never all too off from like each other because like she know we never talked about that. But I'm like, yeah, that that's definitely what I want. Like- <laughs> right. Um, book me to um, play somebody. <laughs> I'll be the girl that's about to get beat up by the cousins. <laughs> yes. Just talking about real funny shit. It's just so many cool opportunities. I definitely envision that. I want to do a retreat type of thing. Because you know how people mm, go on like oh. uh, events or like, all right, I know how like Tom Joyner had the little, all the aunties on the cruise. On the cruise. <laughs> mm, right, right. But I think that's like the new wave, like, just festivals or events or like a retreat was just something almost like an essence, but like a trip type of thing. Mm, I would just love to really create something like that because I find that our niche of black femme is just like, it's hard for us to connect with other people in like our communities because like until I met Sabria, I really didn't have many like, black girls who understood like maybe you know being from the hood but also had like that quirky side to them Mm, it wasn't until i got older so it would be nice to just bring people like that together because it's so hard to find like your people 
especially mm-hmm. when you're black. <laughs> so no, hard. I hear it. I hear that. And that's so interesting. Because that's something I said. I'm like, you know, I've been to like, I think we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, I've been to like mean girl brunches. Like yeah. brunches that's supposed to be like for women's empowerment or to do entrepreneurship. And for the most part, they didn't teach shit. They didn't do shit. And everybody left with the same type of vibes they came in with. So right, I didn't, right. I'm like, you know, I want us to do that with like our people. Like that I want when people come around us, like they feel like they with their family. Like they feel yes. safe and they mm. have a good time. So that's really like, I'm loved that we kind of had that same viewpoint. And especially when you talked about the quirk side, because, mm-hmm. you know, DeAndre know I struggle with, and I think I told y'all this before, where, you know, I always suppress my game inside because mm-hmm. it's like, like, you know, I feel like most black women that are in their 30s don't, you know, um, aren't hype about the new PS4 game that came out, like I am, <laughs> um, or about different <laughs> systems and stuff. Like, I I'm hype. Oh, are I'm, you? Because yeah. I just told my daughter, I said, oh, I seen it. They got the GTA contract coming out. So I'm like, I'm like, I just had to put the game on last night. I just got a new uh, 65 inch screen TV in my living room and I didn't get a chance to touch the game. (laughs) So I I love gaming. That's so funny that you said that. I think it's so attractive. I told her that when I found out. I'm embarrassed about it. She know how to tell people. We went to the mall one time and she was like, I kind of want to go to GameStop. I'm like, all right, let's go to GameStop. (laughs) And she was like, but I don't want you to go with me. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) I know that's so weird, but... And then I'm like, girl, let's go into the damn GameStop. And then she was like being like all into it. I was so excited. It was looking at me like, bitch, don't judge me. And I wasn't paying her no attention. (laughs) Because like Iman said, though, like, you know, growing up in the like I didn't know I don't and to this day besides Sabrina you saying it I don't know other black female gamers like my sister I, I yeah, my sister's really into it yeah there, I'm a center to you there's a black girl that she games with her boyfriend who's also black and oh. I'm subscribed to her channel on YouTube and she like streams and stuff like that she's from Baltimore oh um, okay and yeah, she uh, she streams game like Dead by Daylight. She scre- streams like uh, I think GTA, really? um, Resident Evil, like stuff like that. And I subscribe Dead to by Daylight. Resident Evil is my favorite game, by the way. And of I all was, time. I like. I just was playing um one of the older ones on Xbox. Which one? We gotta talk. We gotta talk. I love it. I'm smiling. I'm smiling. I don't know shit. <laughs> every last GTA. I was like this. GTA. Oh, oh, was that me? Oh, I was grinning. All my I'm just excited because I just love when people like oh. talk about the things that they love that's not yeah, normal. Everything like, she said, I beat all of those people games. We like, twerk oh, yeah. all day. And my favorite <laughs> game is, is Mortal Kombat, and I'm playing Mortal Kombat 11, but I'm playing it in um, story mode, and it's so exciting to me. They have a story I, mode? On Mortal Kombat, yes. Mm-hmm. Girl, see, we gotta talk. Because see, I'm I'm strictly horror genre for the most part. Resident oh. Evil is like the top of my list. Oh, so I, I was played playing them all. The, I was playing the first Resident Evil. That's the one I was oh, playing. The first one is good. The second one is better, but that's a whole nother conversation. That's so true. I hear that a lot. <laughs> second one's way better. That's what put me onto the genre years ago. And I'm going, you know, t- you know, anybody that's listening, because I can go on and on. But um, you, it's probably somebody listening. You know, like, that's what I'm saying, y'all. Right, so, and excited. Yes, somebody but, listening yeah. probably like, yo, keep going. No other, no no other podcast. <laughs> Just talk about this. 
Yeah, oh and I'm happy God. you said that because like I literally was because like I started getting into game again because of the pandemic, and I'm like I mm-hmm. have nothing to do, and like I stopped gaming because I'm like oh like I re- I'm working, like I don't have time for it. Yep. And we had an Xbox for like a year. Like me and my I didn't play, and my dad didn't play, so I started playing it over the pandemic. I'm like oh shit, and right. I took it from downstairs into my room, <laughs> but um right. I purposely was seeking out black women that game. Um, there's like a page that I follow on Twitter that's like um it's like black women in gaming and like they stream on Twitch um them playing Oh really? Games. It's a group of black women. You know um, what? I somebody did say, um I forget who I follow on YouTube. It was somebody though. They were sponsored by a company that made a dating app for african-american women that were into gaming and i downloaded it but i never like clicked on it (laughs) like i just downloaded it i've never looked at it but i will give you that i don't know if you're single girl but actually it's funny because i'm seeing a gamer right now oh shit (laughs) oh well look at you well maybe that'll be me one day (laughs) i always and it's so funny that you said it because like i don't i play on a console i don't play on a computer on a pc and like my goal is to get a pc to game and he was streaming from the PC onto the TV. And I was like, whoa. It's a whole <laughs> different dynamic on the PC, isn't it? Was, when you yes, watch somebody with I the PC. I was like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> and he was like, you like watching people play games? I'm yeah. Like, I love it. Me like, too. I, I watch house. people on YouTube do it. Like, I literally people- watch people do it on YouTube. And my aunt was like, talking about her kids recently she was saying isn't that so stupid they watch other people play games and i was like uh what people don't know know is that's how you get good at the game exactly i watch people play i was playing sims i was a mess my sims kept on dying i watched people play it and i started getting better at it and like other games like because i'm bad at driving in games and i figured out why i was bad at it because i was playing um the game in front of the guy that i'm seeing and he was like he was like you're a because i'm used to playing fighting games so right i'm used to having to move quickly because i'm like you got 30 seconds to beat this person ass so right (laughs) like chill like you're just driving like i was so tense my shoulders was up i was driving oh shit and like right like, it's just you know it's not a good joint so oh wow yeah we gotta we definitely gotta get into this like because that's a whole See, oh my you god found I friend. you trying to keep it a secret i'm trying to surprise friend. it i would say probably a pretty girl that played games oh my <laughs> god ditto that's what i'm saying like this is just this is like my 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 halloween my christmas present like oh wow you know because now i can talk to a female because you know like my daughter's father he i feel like when we were together he played games only because i played games um, so it was like you know he would like to sit back and watch me but um you know he would play just to kind of compete with me but it wasn't the same like it wasn't you know like how you sit here you talking passionately about you know the you're driving and stuff i want that like you know where i'm like damn girl did you get on this level resident evil did you get to this part yet like i can <laughs> tell you what to do like you know what i mean like that's this is important i love that so, anyway yeah. i yeah so it's interesting that y'all brought up segways. Segways right into it, right? So, Sabria, you go viral on Twitter like all the time. Oh my god, it's so and it'd be like I can oh, I tell can... it just be the thoughts that you just throw out there, and for some reason, people just like catch on like by the thousands. You always are like, "What the fuck?" Like, I, and the thing is, I be feeling like 
feeling like people that I actually know don't see it. So the fact that you brought it up, I was like, oh, you caught me. <laughs> no, it was so, it came up. I, I seen it when you tweeted it. But then I was like on Twitter and I seen it again and I seen it on Instagram. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, so. he literally just sent me something this week and was like, you're going viral again. I'm like, yo, what the heck? Like, it's so weird. What did but, you be saying? Not anything. Any, it didn't really be anything. She goes, so wait, random. one of them that had me laughing recently, she was like, now y'all telling me it's a white girl that sings name yeah, but what the fuck is that? <laughs> no, because I feel like you're making that up. You should like y'all making shit up. <laughs> and I thought, no, I be thinking the same thing. I'm like, here y'all go, and then like all these black people, like you don't know R and B. Like, I'm like this. I'm like y'all really going. Like I couldn't believe it that black people. I'm like we never going to be free because they really no because they were up her ass. Like, they was, and it's funny damn. because she saw it. The artist saw it, and I and she um she reposted it. <laughs> I did not know like, this happened. <laughs> I don't be caring. My my mind frame be I'm not making money for it from it, so I'm not gonna make noise about it. Exactly. Um, right. So I don't really care, but I can use it to my advantage because there's times that I have gone viral that that has generated more listeners for mm-hmm. Black Girl Brunch. Um, because some people have followed me because they saw like something and then all of a sudden they'll DM me and be like, Oh my gosh, like I love your podcast, like or whatever. Cause like some white gay boy literally i posted like um my uh like my food and he was like you need to post your um your vegan food on tiktok like do a recipe tiktok Mm -hmm. and he was like and i was Mm -hmm. like you think so and he was like yeah he was like so that will get more listeners the black hair bunch i did not know this motherfucker was in the black hair bunch oh wow i was like what wow not you call him a Women talk when we really comfortable. You lost somebody. Everybody's somebody. a motherfucker. Like, I did not know. I would have never thought. He like this cute, muscular, white boy, curly hair, look like Save some Save by the Bell or something. I'm like, I don't oh, know. Zach Mars? Something like that. I had some like, strange <laughs> thoughts about Zach Mars. <laughs> I couldn't believe it that he, I'm just like, yo, like you really cannot, like, and it's, and I'm glad that we like, you know, when we first made the podcast, we stand it in like, this is for black women, but even though we say that, other people are like, oh, I still fuck with it. Like, so oh, many I say that too on the show, and I feel like people don't be giving a fuck. They're like, I can't help, I can't stop it from being good. They like, like it's, right. it is what it is. Right. Right. You know? I feel like are the white guys who like listen. Whenever we be like, white people suck. They be like, period. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they keep right. on just going on about their yeah. about their no, day. for but sure. Yeah, I could. So like when I like I said when I go viral, I definitely in in. If it happens like next year, it probably will. I can't like I was like, I can't stop the tweets from slapping, but it <laughs> I will definitely you I use it to my advantage way more. Cause, like, my, cause, right. At first I didn't care about following stuff, but I'm like, I'm getting so close to 10K. I might and when you get to 10K, that's when like companies and stuff like that look oh, at you shit. like mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Like, mm, like so I'm right. trying to get to that. So, you know, yes. more stuff for a black girl brunch. I know that's right. So this tweet is hilarious. 
So, and it, I find it hilarious because I have a situation that's similar. <laughs> so she was like, she says the best thing I ever had in my life was from a nerd that gave me that work after he beat Kingdom Hearts. So I'm excited for this new game when that shit dropped. <laughs> this is in 2018, and they always like it keep coming up on the internet It'll all be the on time. Facebook, I'll be scrolling. Like I literally seen it on like a thread on Instagram, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Sabria. <laughs> Like, what's the story behind that? Yeah, that like, was, I mean, it's what I said. It was like, <laughs> that's, that's why you know I always stay with a gamer. They oh, like, shit. and not girl, like let me run to this app. <laughs> Fucking damn beside it, and not a casual gamer like somebody that's like dead that's a gamer, ass, like somebody that got headphones, somebody that mm-hmm. you know sit right. and got a gaming chair, you know, because right. you phone deliver, you know. Oh, yeah, shit. I've always dated gamers. I've never, I'm not into it at all. Like, I play, like, my brother and my sister, they're really into games. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I always just trick gamers. Like, I don't, I don't play. Like, <laughs> so far as I'm gonna play is like Mortal Kombat, but that's about it. <laughs> that's so funny. I never get gamers. I be wanting gamers. Me too. I, I like gamers. You know why? Because they ain't outside. That's why I want them. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, I'm looking back at like the, all the niggas that I mess with that I got beef with, even though me and him like stop talking or whatever i don't have beef with him like i don't hate him like you know when we ended stuff it was like real like respectful like you know whatever and i'm not like bitter about it i'm like oh he was like definitely cool like it's gamers that like stay out i like the ones that stay out the way yeah um, he's right. definitely that and like it definitely was um it was life-changing to say the least oh, oh, same i had the same thing happen <laughs> this guy was playing um he was playing grand theft auto and he was like I had just got off work like this when I worked at this at the mall or whatever. So he had, like just picked me up. I went to his house. He was like, I was playing a game before I went and got you. Like, I'm about to get back home. So I'm like, all right, cool. I was tired of shit. And he put it on. He was like, he was winning, I guess. I don't know how you win in that game. I don't understand. But he was like cursing his friends and shit out. They, he wound up getting off and we had a great time. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't know if he, I don't understand the game at all. He oh, was talking cash money shit with his friends. <laughs> and I was just sitting there like, okay. Like, oh my God. They really going in on each other. And this nigga, he was like, all right, I'm going to fuck with y'all later. And I was like, oh, okay, we had a great time. And so I like, y'all just moved my fucking question up from when I started <laughs> talking to niggas. The first question, you play games? Yeah, you play games? <laughs> what game? All that shit you, you was holding a secret. But yeah, I had a good time. Mm. I don't mind no gamer. <laughs> now no, I'm bro. interested. No, I don't, I don't mind wanting the guys to game. I don't know why they don't like me. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Like, I, I don't think that maybe guys. you know because I feel like because they don't go out it's the catch 22 which you yeah. want it's because uh-huh. they don't be around they don't do much that it's hard to find you them. don't see them right they always in the fucking crib yeah. that's a guy I want if you always in a house please find me like please <laughs> it's a catch 22 because it be like pulling teeth to get their asses out the house yeah. though but it's yeah. funny because like the game right I'm seeing now is is like very extroverted like like hey guys like you want to hang out like whatever like that and i'm like who like i am like the per like i always want to ask people to hang out and stuff like that but i'd be like i don't and then i just be like Ema, you want to go somewhere like be- <laughs> like i just turn to Ema. Uh-huh. i'm like mm-hmm. i'm like i never like try to broaden my horizons like if it's not people that like i know i'd be like um no i'm scared but <laughs> no. right 
If somebody don't ask me to hang out, I'm gonna be in the house. Exactly. Yeah, I'm trying. Mm-hmm. January, like you January. Know, you know, January. I keep on saying we're going to change in January. No, no, I said that. I'm pulling Natasha out the house in January. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but here's the thing. Natasha, I don't know if you like this, but I'm I'm like, I don't want to go outside in Philly. So my yes. goal in 2022 is to go outside more outside of Philly. So if that's... Yes, <laughs> girl. Yes. We, we here. We here. Let's like, road I'll trip swear. it up. I'm yes. all like, I, you know, like I was telling... Um, I don't know if I mentioned it when we were all together, but um, how I like to hike at the park near my yep. house, the state it. park. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a real hike, too. It's, it takes like an hour and a half, and that's being like at a modest pace to complete it. But it is like life-changing for me okay. like I'm that's the type of shit I'm into you seeing streams you're really hiking yes. chipmunks yes, and all this running around like I want like you said that's exactly what tip I'm on I don't like the city life yeah. if, if we're doing something else that's more rural um or you know just out of state but not necessarily trippish I'm I'm good for like a day trip if it's like oh well let's drive to I don't know New York even though that's a bad example because I wouldn't but you, want to go but there. you know you go like a museum or something right like, I'm pretty something that you're really be interested in or something yeah, like, like I know you're not gonna want to do nothing that's just like no mixy shit like I know no, my brand no. <laughs> I'm not either I'm, like, like I know like Natasha ain't about to do no like I'm not mixy but it be sometimes where I be like. I want to do this little mixy thing real quick, but I know Natasha it would not fuck with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know this friend I appreciate you. Yeah. And I'll be like, she be like, what you do this weekend? I'll tell her, she's like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not like, feel no type of way. She's uh-huh. like, oh, that's nice. You have time? Oh, okay. That's how I feel about Zima. I don't like amusement parks, and I love amusement parks. I hate parks. them. I oh, see, them. and I love amusement parks, too. I love amusement parks. Like, I literally watch people go to amusement parks on YouTube and email be like I hate so I would never invite her to amusement park no. yeah you gotta just know your friends and know yeah. where what, what they'll be interested in that's so but, true uh, um yeah. well, you wanna skip over number seven just get to the this or that I'm excited for this uh, or that I kinda wanted to know about seven but that's All right, we'll say for let's later. know no let's do it then I just wanna um, know the podcast trends that should be left in 2021 like what has been <laughs> Like, cause I, I feel like we probably all on the same wave. So I'll just let one of y'all say it and see if we all can agree. First of all, uh-uh. coming in hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said, uh oh, let me sit up for this. People being like, fellas, how, what do you think about, um, $200 dates? And then dumb, yes. <laughs> dumb ass bitches co-sign and be like, well, girl, I've been thinking, um, girl. Yeah, like, we should go to a picnic. the number one trend yes. that needs to be shut down like also mm. like saying like stuff for shock value you, mm-hmm. have, ah. no, you have no rhyme or reason behind it you just want to be like uh, excuse me like niggas getting in the booth and being like so what do y'all think about Dwayne Wade's daughter. Exactly. Like, what does that have anything to do with y'all? It's not even nothing. your demographic. It's not right. your demographic. Exactly. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Like talking up, not knowing your demographic, and like you, 
it's like you're giving bait like you want you looking for you know they, how they're going to be it's just like the same thing with the shade room like you know posts um gay people and they be like look at this gay celebrity looking gay and then they know right. and they know <laughs> they, they, thoughts. they be like thoughts yeah they be like thoughts. Yeah, but it's that's their like favorite Billy thing Porter minding his motherfucking business yeah, like, right like, <laughs> like, you know, Billy Porter is going to look gay as fuck he's going to be happy like no posting is talking about him fucking people backflipping in front of him going down the red yeah, carpet like, like oh, y'all know oh, what wow, them ashy thoughts. niggas y'all know what them ashy niggas in the comments gonna say right you already know right. so I feel like that definitely should be the retired like people saying stuff for like shock value I definitely like, agree I hate yeah. it so much um also like so for instance so I was trying to broaden my horizons um because um we started doing advertisements in the podcast and I was getting confused because I'm used to watching YouTube the way they do um, ads. So when I was writing some of the stuff for our um, for our ads, I was thinking like how YouTube and then email was telling me how podcasting is a different mm-hmm. from podcasting um, advertisement. And so she sent me all these links. And then like I started listening to podcasts because I was like, all right, I have to hear like how they do ads because I was like just thinking like in a YouTube um, mind frame. So right. I started listening to this podcast. I'm like, oh, I love supernatural stuff. So let me listen to this podcast. First of all, these girls have no chemistry at all. Um, mm. one. Also, one is way more excited than the other. Um, and the thing is, one is a skeptic and one is a believer. So mm-hmm. one believes in the supernatural stuff and the other one doesn't. And I'm like, that's not fun to listen to because the right. girl that's a the believer is getting so excited about like, oh, like, you know, Bigfoot, like she's getting so excited. It's so cute. And the girls are skeptic. like, yeah. So like, I don't really believe in that. And it's like every episode. And I'm like, that's not fun to listen to. Like, I feel like um you have to know like for instance with tv um you um the first episode is usually always the pilot pilot episode is like the tester basically like you get a gauge Mm -hmm. on like how people feeling it about like that i feel like the same thing should go for podcasts especially if because they're on paracast do you know of it iman para Parcast, something oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, Parcast. Yes. So they do like like um crime stuff and all stuff. So it's one of those podcasts. So this is a podcast on a big network. You know, these people are actually getting paid for it and stuff like that. I feel like they should, should do like tester episodes mm-hmm. and get right. like, you know, the opinions of people and things like that. And also just like, th- like these people, you know, they might be friends outside of this, but their chemistry, they have mm-hmm. no chemistry. And like, I really was trying to listen to this podcast because I wanted to know about the supernatural stories and stuff like that but right. it's just so painful to listen to because this one girl is just super excited and the other one is just like oh like yeah like I don't really believe it in ghosts like <laughs> was it like a camera it was like, just the wind yeah <laughs> it's right. literally I literally think she actually said that in one episode <laughs> so I'm just like this is not fun to listen to like do y'all understand so I feel like trends that need to end is like people just like you know I said earlier people just babbling like mm-hmm. if this shit right. is just not it's not fun like why that would that be sense? fun listen to somebody that believes in something somebody that isn't like that doesn't why is that fun and it's kind of right. where it's like that like like where we might have conflicting views about things but it's not extreme right like exactly. i don't really like shit like that like i don't <laughs> i don't like minded folks yeah i don't exactly. want to like it. 
If yeah. I listen to a sex podcast, I don't want to listen to a prude and listen to a bitch that did six threesomes over the weekend. Like, I don't want <laughs> I don't want right. to hear that. I want balance. Gonna, also, it's going to be quieter on one end. Yeah, it's going to be judgy. Exactly. Right. So, like, when I'm listening to it, I was, like, doing the dishes, and I started tensing up when the other girl was talking. I was like, yeah, I can't listen to this shit no more. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I just can't. Because why am I tensing up listening to a podcast? Like, you're not supposed yeah, to. Yeah, so it's supposed to relax you. Exactly. So, like, I feel like that's definitely a trend that should end. Like, you know, people just fucking babbling, just saying, like, any damn thing. But honestly, my biggest beef is with relationship podcasts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Damn! Like, I've, been long as <laughs> I've been waiting for you to get there. <laughs> my biggest... So, like, the gender role type thing? Or like... Yes. Okay. That. That is my biggest beef the uh, gender roles and stuff like that because it's like first of all a lot of y'all are talking like it's the 1950s mm-hmm. like so a lot of that stuff is retired also like people if you want to be equal literally just everybody just chill like just do what the heck you want like is that <laughs> right. like you right. trying to be like hey so like if he don't pay for your nails do that mean he this and a third blah 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 <laughs> and it's like just shut the fuck up. Like, it's right. just not mm-hmm. here. That's really one of the least important things to focus That's on a relationship. so stupid. And yeah. then, I think the relationship podcast can be done right. Like, I do like some, and I do believe in uh, healthy... Like, I just believe that like, if you want a healthy relationship, then you listen to shit that can help you get a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. If you want a healthy relationship, don't be listening to, like, the Kevin Samuel. It's just such negative yeah. energy. You know, it's a relationship podcast that I do like the couple the ellis's oh i never sure their their podcast is called dead ass the reason yeah they're from new york the reason i like (laughs) theirs is because they don't like it looks like they have the perfect relationship right they're like very beautiful they have beautiful children isn't she pregnant she just had her baby on my birthday ain't that crazy but um it just looks like a beautiful ass couple they just look marketable. But, like, when I listen to their podcast, they really be talking real shit. Like, they really say, like, the ups and downs they've had, things that they had to realize, things that affected their marriage that they definitely didn't know about. And if they would have understood about marriage, they probably would have waited a little longer because they didn't realize it was so many other things and aspects. Like, I really, like, it, it can be done right when people yeah. are transparent. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. yes. And they yeah. offer something useful and don't pick, yeah. each, pick the genders mm-hmm. against each other. Like, I hate to sound, like, you know, corny, but I'm like, <laughs> I really hate to see that, like, black men and black women going against each other. Like, mm-hmm. why are we, I feel like they won. Like, Sabrina said, we'll never be free because literally, I think in our history, it's been so much intentionality between making black men and women hate each other literally right. since mm-hmm. slavery and i'm like when we take debate like that it's really sad to watch mm-hmm. it's like right. why are we taking yeah. debate? this right. is it not going to help, help us with stronger family structure equals mm-hmm. stronger communities equals better outcomes for us and i'm just like people who who preach that shit about nails and stuff that really don't matter they really don't if you love a right. man and he can't afford to mm-hmm. get your nails done guess what that's still gonna be a man Exactly, and it's like in real life, and that's the thing I get irritated with these like panel podcasts that kind of talk about gender roles in real life when shit happens gender roles can really switch Mm -hmm. like shit happens in real Mm -hmm. life and Mm -hmm. you can't really be like oh my man gotta do this and that your man could be down like in reality a lot of y'all bitches is not gonna get married no rich nigga y'all gonna marry 
or to right. date right. at least a working class man. The and working really class man is not paying his rent and yours too. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> You said, Deandra, you was being real liberal. No, I said, no, I said, y'all lucky enough to tie the knot. Y'all not getting married, not for real, for real. Like, you don't even gotta do worry about this, uh, you know, hypothetical bill. Like, y'all be common law for like 20 years <laughs> and be talking shit. Y'all be common law with a nigga that don't work, but be having so much opinions on the internet. Like, yes. Because <laughs> you know why? Everything they be saying, they be saying they next nigga. It's like it ain't never gonna be no next nigga. It's not right. right. You know, it's you like right. it out with Earl. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh right. god. Girl. Yes. Earl right. is such a bum nigga name. Like you know he's <laughs> <laughs> He's funky. Like this See, funny. Earl is one of them type of gaming niggas that don't do shit that you wish would oh, go fuck like, the house to go to work or something. You'd be like, where Earl at? Oh, upstairs I, playing the game. I would not want to be named that because it's like when people throw up, that's what they say. Like, I call Earl. <laughs> I was oh, Earl. I call Earl. I feel like, the, like a nigga named Earl bring out the worst out of you. Like, you funky ass nigga. Like, you just say shit like that. You will be just like your daddy. You know, you say funky. You really saying that shit with your chest. Like, you funky as shit. You like, where Earl trifling ass at? Oh, God. Well, Deandra, what's your your thing for podcasting leaving in 2020? It's two of the things that Sabrina said the $200 date debate, like the Twitter debates that's on podcast and the gender like the panel gender role discussions and i hate when the women are like oh i cook i clean like anybody can fucking do that i have four degrees that, i have no just, kids i hate that and uh-huh. people have like sent like a lot of listeners send us suggestions and stuff and they'll send us stuff from other podcasts like oh can y'all talk about this and we haven't because i just like i don't feel like i have to debate my femininity i don't have to debate or mm-hmm. put out a resume for you to want to fuck with me. Yeah. Because, like, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, I suck dick till the skin come off. I couldn't get it right after. <laughs> you know, you got to do it on a handstand. And you yeah, cook at like, the same I'm not time. Doing it. Girl, um, why are like, you watching the kids? Child. Like, I'm not debating my words. And I'm not arguing it about. Like, and then I'm not arguing with no nigga that ain't taking care of me about what rent he not going to pay. Like, we not even <laughs> fucking with each other. Like, I really don't care what you do. Exactly. You right. With your girl. I think, right. the, and then at the end of the day, I just feel like the standing on a, just to say like that, I just be thinking like, if you are in a relationship with somebody and you're doing really bad, either if you come into the relationship doing bad then you should have never even started it but if shit happens life happens they should be able or want to help you in every way they can you can't expect them to save you though yeah like that's unrealistic if you're able to like if you're dating a rich man a rich man to give you three thousand dollars a month that's wiping his ass with it but for the working class man who saved three thousand dollars and you need it so you won't go and rent he gave you gave you his last then appreciate it it is what it is like sometimes just the conversations just be so like birdie like it's very low level yeah like it's low brow Mm -hmm. like the bar being hell and then like these men just (laughs) a lot of you men just hate women i just (laughs) that's (laughs) true too that's true and then a 200 hundred dollar date. i just feel like 
in a grand scheme, people think like two hundred dollars is so much money, but we can, you can spend two hundred dollars going bowling. Like mm-hmm. you, you can yeah. do it doing anything. Like it, yeah. it's expensive to be outside. And mm-hmm. I was telling a friend like. If I was a man, I wouldn't be dating four or five different bitches because there's no way that you're taking out four or five different bitches on a date because $200 is the minimum. Like, happy hour is not cheap no more. Like, there's really no way that you're spending less than that. So that's just a dumbass debate. And uh, we're not getting fucking coffee because of my stomach going to hurt. I'm actually somebody for my first date I really don't like it to be high stakes um like especially if I don't really like you like I I don't know if I like you you know what I mean so I will like have somebody do something with me like coffee or like let's go to this like cafe let's grab some tea because I want to talk to you but like it's I feel like coffee is when I really don't know and I don't want to commit to sitting down at this table with you. But I feel like for guys that I kind of feel like some type of like instant, like, oh my God, I really like you. Like it's got to be dinner the first time. Like let's just get to it. But I will do the coffee dates and stuff like that when, um, I don't know if I like them. I don't. I don't really date niggas that they drink coffee. They drink coffee. I was that's thinking so funny. <laughs> so that's why my first thing be like happy hour. Niggas in Philly love coopers. I never do happy. I never really do happy hour drink dates because I be like I'm not a big drinker. Oh, I am. Yeah. 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 I did a drink I, date. I don't remember the last time I've been on a fucking date. <laughs> it's been a little. Yeah, it's been a little time, but. The, look, at this point, I'm like in 2021. Like, I talked to my therapist, and she's like, We're dating with intention. Like, not yes, the intention right. to get married or anything like that, but more so, like, of who you really want to spend time with. Who do you want? You're, she was like, You're super busy. You have a lot going on. You are on a road to success and a lot of different things. You really can't afford to spend time with anybody that can take you away from that, like, they should be adding to your life. Like, the right. things that you want to do, you really have to make sure you find you date somebody with that type of purpose. Not saying it'll be your husband or anything like that, but just that you are, like, in good company, just like with your friendships, you know? So, right. I'm dating with intention. If you try to come over here. Same. Exactly. Not that I think any straight men listen to us. But you never know. I feel like if we do, like one of us dated them or something, they just be listening. (laughs) Just just be like, hey, boo. So they can be like, she's talking shit about me. That's why I'm real quiet over here. I said, well, you know, if I was currently talking to somebody, I had to be measuring my words, you know. I ain't measuring nothing. Don't listen. (laughs) Don't listen. Uh, Well, you know, it is what it is. (laughs) But, um, well, I'll say this. I feel like um, one of the major things that I would like people to leave behind in 2021 for podcasting as far as true crime. Cause that's the ones I've listened to the most, mm-hmm. um, personal conversations in mm. the beginning or the end or the, I don't give a fuck about your day. And I, I know that might sound harsh, <laughs> yeah. but when it comes to true crime, I don't turn to the ID channel to hear them talk about, Oh yes. So then this morning this happened and ah, and they're laughing and talking about <laughs> shit and then you're going to say so this person was beheaded and yes. it's like it doesn't flow 
You know yeah, what I mean? I like, it doesn't mm-hmm. set the tone. So I don't like that. I hate listening to that. Um, also, what you said, Sabria, in regards to people lacking chemistry. I, they, a lot of people in that genre of podcasting lack chemistry. It's just two people that say, oh, we like true crime. Mm-hmm. And then they just made some shit. And it doesn't flow. You know, they don't really, you can tell they're like reading wiki, Wikipedia pages. Mm-hmm. It's not really done, real research done. Everybody's reciting maybe false information yeah. um i've listened to one I, my first one they got it wrong like the information was completely mm-hmm. wrong and i knew this for a fact that it was wrong and i'm like well you know the person themselves said it happened x y and z way and you're saying it happened this way and i'm mm-hmm. like just because you're yeah but she is a popular youtuber and then she, they put her on uh like a a news special so it was like she was she just knew her shit about this particular case and i'm like they grabbed her and didn't even realize this bitch doesn't even know what she's talking she don't do her due diligence and it's really not hard to do yeah exactly exactly but they all use the same surface and that's a whole nother thing because you can't just go a regular google you need to go on a dark web for mm-hmm. true crime but that's a whole nother mm-hmm. thing but my Please, other thing I really is i want to know Oh yeah, we can we can get into it because I'm just starting to really get into the dark web and it goes kind of deep. So, but um, I'll say this for as far as the other thing to leave behind, uh, I don't like people that have heart biases. So, in in any genre of podcasting. I, you know, everybody knows I don't particularly care for Nicki Minaj, right? But I feel like if there's something, mm-hmm. you know, like I seen that she, you know, the greatest, the the goodness world book record or whatever, her and Doja Guinness. Cat supposedly, Guinness. yeah, Guinness, yeah. Yeah, what did I say? The <laughs> goodness. goodness. <laughs> oh my God. The goodness. <laughs> I'm like, the goodness. It's a gospel. on his shirt. It's a gospel. <laughs> But y'all know what I mean. So, um, but, you know, I can say, oh, you know, that's good. That's what's up for her. But I don't like people that report on celebrity gossip in particular. And they have hard, strong biases against um, certain people. And it's like, it's okay. Not saying we all have it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you can't, you know, like DeAndre with Joe Button. I I understand. I I know. (laughs) I know that, you know, she knows that I'm the same way when it comes to certain people. Like, don't, you know, don't Steve Harvey me. It's certain things, <laughs> like, I'm strong about, like, ugh. You know what I mean? But I can't, I'm not going to disrespect his work ethic. <laughs> exactly. Like, you got to give him what he's good at. You right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah, like, but he not giving me no fucking relationship advice. Like, I ain't no, ain't no, no woman can tell me that I got to take relationship advice from Steve Harvey. I'll be like, sis, are you serious? Like, you know, but that's just, I don't like people where I listen to them and it's obvious that they don't like a particular artist and they always find a way to bring them up in a mm-hmm. negative way. Way. Mm-hmm. and it's always reiterated over and it's like okay I get it you don't fucking like them like you know it's okay it just seems kind of um, desperate to me at some point <laughs> you know bit. what I mean it's like shock you stuff that about. like Sabria was talking about earlier like you just saying it because you know that is going to bring out some type of controversy. Yeah, it gets you attention. Yeah, if you don't mention their name, you won't get attention. Exactly. Yeah. I I hate that. I feel like we're all very fair when we talk about stuff, like when we talk about certain celebrities. Like one week, you might be being held accountable, and the next week I might see like, okay, I can see where this person is coming from in this situation. 
But um, I think a lot of people are just like that, period. Mm-hmm. That's yep. true. And that I just feel a little brown. They and they shouldn't be doing podcasting. Though. That's exactly. what I'm saying. Like, if you can't be in between, then, you know, it's not really fair yeah. to me. Like, yeah. I'm not, but I mean, but then again, there is a, see, now I can do, be, you know, debate myself. There is, you know, a lane, like a Kevin Samuels lane for certain people that are strongly feeling this way. Don't, right. I understand that, but there, I just, it's, for me, it's particularly, it's not my type of style. And I don't like when you present yourself as being unbiased and, you know, report things up to date I don't feel like you're going to give me all the factual information if you have a bias against a certain person I didn't know and he had an actual podcast like huh Kevin Samuels I didn't well, know it was a podcast I just thought he'd just be online I, talking I, shit I, I don't know but I know my dad listens to him oh, and that says God. a lot <laughs> it speaks volumes okay <laughs> and I told him I said you strike me as the type of man that would listen to him he said what does that mean I said exactly what I said somebody that I was <laughs> somebody that I was dating I saw that they like quoted Kevin Samuels and my pussy went dry <laughs> <laughs> like, it went dry real quick. I was like, you know what? No. I feel, I feel like that when they say they listen to Joe Button too. Same, same, same. Like, people still close. listen to Joe Button. He's still around. I'm sorry. I'm no. really not trying to be smart. I Ever since they fall out, I have not heard nothing from him. Yeah, since. I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> and I like it this way. Me too. Like people should be giving Jesus. I thought I like muted him or something. <laughs> no clue. <laughs> Somebody put him on the shelf. Like, I haven't heard nothing. Where is Joe? Let's put out a little a flyer. You're going to curse us all out and then get us like 10,000 followers. So thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Please, because my dream is that a celebrity come at me and I read them for, to film. Me too. Oh, and I'm I know I can do it. And I I'm know. not taking the high road. And I know how to roast people too. I will not. Like oh, that. that is so interesting. It's really good if you want to. We will talk about anything. Yeah. I'm not a good roaster. Though. It's that girl Mona. Yeah. I'm like, you gonna you just gonna curse in the fuck out and then be done. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I ain't stopping. Like yeah. that girl from Philly Mona. Somebody told her, like, they were like, Yeah, I came on your live to apologize. I wanted you to apologize because you said something about my grandma and she died. So she was like, Why well, I say something about your grandma? Like, what you say to me? And they were like, I didn't say nothing. She was like, You're blocked. Cause I know you said something about me. Said something to me. <laughs> He's like, get the fuck out of here. You trying to ruin my day? Like, I was like, Philly people don't, when they don't give a fuck, they don't give a fuck. They will oh, go oh, in. Yeah, they don't true. care. They, it's really no moral compass. Like, leave us alone. That's so, <laughs> so true. All right, well, let me, so speaking of compasses or whatever. So, I wanted to do, I only have two little small ones because I know that we kind of like uh, short on time. We still have some other things we wanted to do. But I wanted to do a this or that with you guys um, just to see where everybody's head is at um, and just see what you're thinking. So, uh, do you, should I start hard or soft? Uh, hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah hard. that's what she said. said. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right. Would you rather, <laughs> would you, you know, this or that? So would you prefer to have a son that has a reputation of being a deadbeat <laughs> ass bum, baby father, husband, everything, or having a daughter that has a reputation like Superhead? 
Superhead. Superhead. Super Y'all would prefer to have the Superhead daughter. That's yeah, her business. For sure. like, yeah, she ain't hurt nobody. She ain't really uh, hurt nobody. <laughs> Y'all said that she's not stand. doing nothing. Nothing she's doing is bothering anybody but herself. And like, she's she having fun. A grown Don't ass woman. Say. I am not controlling what a grown woman would do with her body. Long as she oh, says. Shit. But if exactly. my son is a deadbeat, that is a reflection of how I raised him. Yeah. Like, that is like, you have raised a terrible human being because to be a deadbeat, to not care about your mm-hmm. own children that's something i have zero tolerance yeah, for right. so i'm like uh-uh. and that's a huge not taking care flaw. of your kids not taking care of your family that's that is like yeah i would turn into the hawk on my child like get yeah. it together <laughs> yeah i, I would really i'll be embarrassed like if my daughter like out here like i don't know i'll just be like you know you gotta make a little bit you gotta be more selective baby but like if my son <laughs> like a bum ass nigga, like that's embarrassing. Like I don't that's even so I don't like you know, I don't like no bum ass nigga right now. Like you're not right. about to be like I would feel so embarrassed. Like you really a deadbeat. Like terrible. You a deadbeat. Like I raised it. <sighs> like I raised the bum. That's so see, I'm opposite of y'all. I couldn't <gasps> nah. My I see and I'm gonna tell you why. So mm-hmm. I could the daughter thing is like a whole different level because that I feel like I feel. Like, yeah, okay, it's good that you graded sex, but bitch, why do everybody know? Like, you know, I just, I don't want to be walking down the street and they like, oh yeah, they go, you know, my coworkers know, like, you know, the priest knows, everybody fucking knows. Like, I don't know. But my deadbeat ass son, even if he is, I would be the mother that, the grandmom that was heavily involved. So my grandkids would be cool. Like, the, whatever he neglected, it would be my responsibility, unfortunately, but it would be just fucked up because I don't look at it necessarily as um, always a bad, you know, example about the parents. And we all know sometimes kids just do their own thing and it could just be his way. And it's like, you know, I would be proven to whoever he was doing like that, that I did not raise him that way. Like, you know, I, I don't know how he went this route. I don't know what the fuck that's about. I don't I wouldn't fuck with my son, though. That's the other part, too. He could be a deadbeat, but I wouldn't fuck with him. He couldn't come to my house for Christmas. Like, he couldn't be around. Don't get me wrong. Like, he couldn't. We didn't. We wouldn't interact at all. I would cut him completely off. But, yeah, my I'm going to be involved with my daughter. No, I don't because I'm concerned about her sexual health. I'm mm-hmm. concerned about her regular health. I don't, you know, what kind of predicaments are you putting yourself in that, you know, you like, you know, you just party kind of girl, like, you know, that means to me, you kind of loosely like a prostitute. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what's, what's really good with you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, and then how many babies can you bring the fuck home to? Well, Superhead only you know what I'm saying? What? That's what I'm saying. Superhead was a professional. She had many abortions. Oh, see, I, I don't know her story. Yeah, she did. I read, I I, I, yeah, I read, I read the, the book. book. No, when you read the book, you really, like, <laughs> you, I feel like Natasha did this on purpose. But, like, <laughs> I did not. I, did, I swear to God, I did not expect y'all to say what y'all said. extremist, but it's like, in a grand scheme, I really, I have a full hatred for deadbeats that I would just have to deal with a hoe for a daughter. Like, and I would just have to hope that she kind of, it's like in her early years, she kind of, you know what I mean? Because a lot also, of bitches, you could talk a whole damn. Like, yeah, you like, can. That's true. You can talk a whole out of it. You can scare a bitch real quick. 
Yeah, because there be niggas, they be making all this excuses about she not, like, you know, you how she act. I don't want to be around <laughs> they her. They gonna stick like, to it. They around stick her. to we it. We not talking about her. We talking about the kids. Right. Like, like they ain't got shit to do with nothing. Like, my like dad a, tried to make yeah. an excuse. What he say about my uh, sister, mom? Oh, because, you know, her last name was my last name. And then she, you know, she went behind my back and going to change it. And I said, well, what does that have to do with it? <laughs> what the fuck does that have to do with family? <laughs> I'm telling you, they be they are not gonna budge. Like they will not budge. They will not budge. They won't budge for shit. And then like a lot of promiscuous women, at some point they're they're not gonna do it. (laughs) They're gonna right their wrong. They stop. They're like they're realizing that it was something that caused caused them to do this or whatever. But like a deadbeat, they don't budge. Like my, and it I bring other true. people in it. They affect so many other people. Everybody. I feel like if my, if my daughter is a hoe, like I don't like it, but I really feel like that's my child is herself. I don't have ownership of her at some point. And while right. I want her to be safe, yes, it's my job to protect her, but she is her own human. Just like when I decide I want to be a hoe, I am. And it's nothing nobody <laughs> <laughs> Period. I understand it. Like, I it's re- it's whole, relative. It's it. Like, the whole people understand why somebody would want to be a hoe, but I would just be like, yo, be safe. Be you know, but it's her business as long as there are no children involved. I feel right. like with deadbeats, they hurt women. They they hurt the kids. They hurt their family. It's just like the community. Because then you got these mad ass kids because they're dead <laughs> not around. Because <laughs> now your community. fucking son is hungry and he's robbing my neighbor and shit. So I and he's hungry and he only hurts the entire community. A little bit of money. No, it really do affect the whole community. I feel like hoes don't. Don't hurt nobody. Like, <laughs> hurt nobody. Holes hurt themselves. Be <laughs> no, you got me. Y'all, y'all got no. I, I agree. I agree. I will say my I agree with you. So because when you brought up like how it affects everybody else, I'm like, yo, it really do break the community. <laughs> the community. <laughs> no, it did. It's, it's really like, like in all research papers, it always come down. When they talk about the cycle of violence, it always come down the to the <laughs> yep. Dad wasn't present. It's always like a, one of the second things that they check off. Like you yes, know. because I took a test because I went to the um I walked through the penitentiary in the daytime and I took this test. It was like how do you think that like you know incarceration happens? Something that literally was like the number one answer on the on the yep. thing. Like that's really crazy. That is a case yep. study. That is it. That has been proven like, to be true. So that's it's really shit. wild. Pose yeah. wasn't on there. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and, y'all now though oh, the serial up. killer. It holds is on there. If your mind was True. promiscuous, as oh, a, yeah. like men That's can right. hate women and then start killing bitches and have the against But women. wait, hold on. I just thought of something. A deadbeat creates a hoe sometimes. That's true. Whoa. Oh, see oh. how it's full circle. You think it? Think it? <laughs> so what came first, the deadbeat or the hoe? <laughs> And then if you go back to slavery, that's when the days first started leaving. So, <laughs> <Exactly. boom. laughs> 
You know what? See, I live for these type of days. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, this is what I love. All right. So y'all gave that everything and way more than what I thought it was. And I just, I'm in heaven. So, all right. The next one is not even that good then. Um, would you prefer to have friends that brag all the time or friends that complain all the time? This is a hard. Uh, this is, this is so funny that you asked this question because Iman knows that literally those are two of the things that I hate. Me too. <laughs> like, so I'm, I'm in a pickle right now because literally anybody like it's always an inside joke with me and Ima. I hate people that break. Like I cannot mm-hmm. take it, and I don't like complaining either. So this is the I can't answer this right now. Something it's really, it's really lesser hard. two evils. That's I will say. Go ahead, Deanna. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. You're the guest. I'm so sorry, but I I will say I will take a bragger. Mm-hmm. over a complainer because I feel I'm a solution oriented person like it's mm-hmm. not if you tell me like I feel sick on my stomach I'm going to offer you every solution possible to I realize you actually just want to complain once mm-hmm. I realize in my heart you just want to complain just want to be nasty you don't want to help yourself I really shut down and I stop listening to you because I just hate mm. people who don't try to think of ways to solve shit because yeah. I'm gonna always think like or how can I get out of this like I I hate complaining. It just feels so terrible. And I just feel so depressed when I complain. Mm-hmm. A person yeah. that brags is annoying, but at least they're confident in themselves. Right. You know, who else you supposed to be confident in if not yourself? That's how I feel sometimes. So when people brag, I'm like, you kind of got to brag in this world. I'm also a Leo. So you got to really take that like I'm great, you know? <laughs> so right. Yeah. I can't get it. But you do, you know, sometimes when people break and they don't have no reason to break, that's when I'm like, that, that's me. Yourself. That's the <laughs> one. That's what I was about to say. Like bragging and you really on your shit, it don't bother me. Cause I'm just like, yeah, talk your shit. Like, okay. You really are living that life. But when it be like basic shit or shit that most people have, or it's just corny and it's really not like that. And you just bragging about stupid shit, like it's lame. Like you just lame. But the person that complains, I feel like you affect my energy. And it's kind of like, you know, I'm a helper. I'm a, like you might say, I'm a solution based. Then, cause I've been in a situation where I'm trying to help somebody, but they're like, all they're doing is fucking complaining. And I'm like, oh, how about we try this? What about this? What about that? And it's like, no, 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 no. Like, get out of my fucking face. Like, I can't do this right. shit. Like, like, because now you're irritating me. Like now, now you mm. fucked up my day. <laughs> now right. I'm now I gotta call somebody and complain about you. So <laughs> I was like, like a bragger is just like, oh, okay, that's what's up. Talk your shit. I'm gonna call you right back though. Right. <laughs> but the complainer, they're gonna keep contacting you. Yeah, that's true. You know what? So I probably would take the bragger. I just would, and then I would complain about them because, like, I hate <laughs> the the bragging that I hate the most is like humble bragging. People be like, yeah, so like. You know, I studied in Paris for like. Mm-hmm, I'm like, what right. rules? We what? The conversation didn't even go that way. What are you talking about? <laughs> You're just saying it to say it. <laughs> exactly, like, cause I know people who have done some amazing. Like, for instance, like mm-hmm. my two good white friends, they have traveled like so many freaking countries. They literally like just get up and travel and stuff like that. And literally, you excuse me, wouldn't really know that because, like, the way they bring it up is not, like, so, like, when I did my bid in, like, you know, Italy, like, it's not, mm-hmm. it's very, like, 
casual. Also, when they're traveling, they still talk to me like, you know, they're not tra- like people when people be like, you know, I'm not gonna be answering my phone because I'm a cop. Shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> like shut up. Like, I just right. hate that kind of stuff like that. Cause like, like I said, and not even them, like I have friends who literally like somebody I went to college with that I'm still cool with that listens to Black Girl Brunch literally just took a picture of one of the main characters of Squid Games and like she never brags about stuff like Mm -hmm. she literally has been photographing like um celebrity since she graduated college and like iconic you know, ones too like, iconic Drew celebrities. like yeah exactly oh, like people that we like know and like she literally don't brag about it like at all literally. Like, so she's not doing her job so mm-hmm. i feel like with some people with bragging even though i said in this situation i'm going to brag her i feel like sometimes they're like trying to overcompensate also another thing i hate is when people try to get me to compliment them like fishing for compliments. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep on depriving you. I'm gonna be like, oh, cool. Oh like, my gosh, I'm gonna pay you does because I don't give a shit. Uh, okay. exactly. give people what they want. I don't know what it is. I be feeling like people really do let confidence out here. I really That's do. True. I really be feeling like a lot of people be lacking confidence. And they do. I That's think true. because I never had an issue with confidence, I could see it in people. Because my thing is, like, why would you want me to say something about you unless you, care- you cared about what I said? say right yeah, i don't do that to people because i don't give a fuck about what anybody thinks about me mm, but like right. the people who just like you keep bringing this to my attention so i'm like oh okay that's nice right. <laughs> yeah, like, right. i'm so like oh, my waist is so small like i can barely like walk like this is cr- I'm like, my pants keep falling down because i have no right. way like shut the fuck I, up i don't like that so you I see this big ass thighs over here leave me alone <laughs> but i feel like the philly and us for real for real don't know how to like it's hard for us to even just be any type of joe so it's like yeah. i can if i'm not organically complimenting you if anything exactly. seems like you're trying to force it out of me you're not getting it and like, we give compliments not. so freely like we give right. compliments so freely that it's like you really don't have to pull it out of me like if you look good yeah, i'm, I'm good. gonna tell you right exactly. like bitch you'll know you will know like so trust you I- me I always neglect people if they um will try to uh like comp like it was so bad that one time it was like this guy some oh, this is I was in my bag I was like twenty three or something trying to date this like fifty year old man and he was mad because I wasn't giving him compliments and he texted me and was like so this is what I would like for you to do this like compliment me every day and stuff like that what? And I talk- yeah I stopped talking to him because I'm like oh, you no. are literally a old you are an old man. Somebody I said that to me compliments. They said when I when I be like good morning beautiful, I don't be like complimenting a big, and I be like, well, I didn't know. <laughs> like, How can you force me to give you like, a term know. of it? Did you want it there? You know what's crazy? Good morning, because, generic as shit. Like, right? Yeah, that's right. what I think. I just think it's like saying good morning friend or whatever. Like I don't take it as like you literally just like. Good morning, beautiful. Like, I, mean, can't it, take that. I feel like you text that to 10 different bitches. Like, right? Because men can't take that because, like, they do stuff like that. Like, it's been times yeah. when I'm complimenting guys and they be like, appreciate you. And, like, when I when you return that same energy back as a woman, they like, what, bitch? Like, they mm-hmm. can't take it. Yeah. Like, I'll, so I'll give a, like, I'll, if I find you attractive or I like how you did something as a man, I'm going to compliment you. Right. I'm gonna tell you you look good. I'm never gonna do that because I know how good it feels to be complimented. But what you're not about to do is force one out of me now. Yeah, you wanted to not do at a, all. a real organic compliment. No, I definitely 
I feel that. I think when you talk about like people saying things like, oh my God, my waist is so small. Like that did evoke a different emotion out of me. That didn't make me want to be like, oh, yeah, girl, uh, what stomach? That make mm-hmm. me be like, hey, you look good. Like something like that. But yeah, but like, I, girl, okay. I can like- honestly say that I, I do know the power of ignoring people when they getting on your nerves. Like that's the number one, th- like if you get, once you start getting on my nerves with something, I'm like, I'm not even going to make eye contact with you. Yep. <laughs> like, I'm not doing it. I'm not yep. going to do it. Mm-hmm. I feel the exact same way. And I agree with y'all. I definitely will take a bragger over a complainer um, because I feel like a complainer, you know, it, it drains your energy physically, mm-hmm. mentally, emotionally, and they mm-hmm. have a problem for every fucking solution. Like like yes. y'all collectively said. So, and I'm also a solution-based person. And I notice a lot of people that I know in my personal life love to fucking complain. Like, I'm one of those type of people. I try to be a self-motivator, self-starter. I go through my own shit. I try to keep mm-hmm. it to myself. I try to pull myself out of it. But if you're always, it's like always, you know, oh God, if I say, oh, you know, uh, the sun is blue today. Like, what did he say on House Party 3? Oh, it's, it's going to rain. Like, like know, come on. <laughs> like, come on. You're like, sis, it's okay to smile. It's okay. Yeah. But a bragger though, I will say, you know, I could tolerate it, but I wouldn't, um, uh, it would be hard for me. I ain't gonna lie. It, to me, this is a, something I couldn't really answer myself because I don't like people that need attention. And forget mm-hmm. just the compliments. If you need any type of attention, like you're always doing the most, you're always the loudest girl, you're always, you know, just doing a lot. I'm not, um, I'm just not that interested <laughs> I honestly don't know which one bothers me more. The loudest girl or the loudest guy. I really can't tell you. The loudest guy is worse. The loud no, the guy is the worst. Yeah. That's so fucking unattractive and corny to me. So lame. They gotta laugh loud and they be asking you questions. Like they take you being quiet as an opportunity to talk to you more. I used to hate that in college because like DeAndre, you know, I did not really talk to people. And people really took that as like, oh, let me get her out of her shell. It's like, please leave me. Like she's not shy like it might is not shy at I don't all wanna talk. you just don't fuck with people like i told y'all on her show she was she straight up me and my friend talked about this she straight up from the rip was just like oh yeah y'all don't have to like invite me to everything i'm pretty much a loner like we're cool but like i don't do groups <laughs> and i was like fair i, I fuck with it like, like an invitation went out every here and there and maybe she might come maybe not but if we were to come to her apartment and we hanging out iman is like chatting it up with us but if it comes to like going to a party where they're likely it's a big no <laughs> my anxiety starts shooting up i'm like no thank you right no. and then it was like like it's, this school was just not that <laughs> it wasn't that girl <laughs> no, that Joe God they will try to bring that energy out of you and you, it's just like please leave me alone the Joe girl I just think she, I be thinking she's just self conscious but the Joe God I think he a terrorist yeah I just yeah. think like you like a weirdo like you trying to get me <laughs> in a bathroom and take revenge or some shit like I don't know I just think yeah. you're weird and lame and you hate everybody little kid yeah. And the, like, quieter, the, shooter. the harder he's going to go, too. Yeah, like, like you the yeah. shooter, for real. Yeah. <laughs> you mm. mad I didn't laugh at your joke. 
All right, we're gonna get into yeah. some Christmas chatter. So we gonna I'm gonna skip the one memory. I want to know because we live in Philly, so many things happen that I literally feel like a lot of the times our show, like our lives, are sitcoms. So do any do y'all have like a crazy Christmas memory in Philly? Like some shit that just only hit like it it is like only can happen here. Um, I have one. I want you to go first because okay, I'll have one and then y'all rated G. Like my yeah, I have one. I have one that um I literally just had to ask my mom, did I? Like, is this my subconscious or was I really there for this? And she was like, no, that shit really happened. <laughs> so we were, I, um, I grew up in West Philly and, um, in the nineties, early two thousands. And we were outside. It was me, my mom, and my sisters. We were outside decorating for Christmas, like putting up lights. So my two sisters went in the house to get more decorations. And it was me and my mom outside. And it was like brick, like it was cool as shit. And, like, right now it's not really cold, cold in Philly, but, like, this is in the 90s, and that's when, like, before global warming was really a thing. <laughs> so yeah. it was fucking cold. And all we heard was somebody further down the street screaming out of a window. And a lot of row, like, Philly is full of row homes, so, like, all of our houses are connected, even, like, the roofs. So they had, like, this awning, this this house had like an awning. So it's the rooftop area and then it's an awning. And then it's like that that's covering the porch. So it's not that far from the ground, but this guy, mind you, we're literally putting up Christmas decorations. This guy that we all knew from the block jumped from the window, <laughs> butt ass naked in Timberlands, <laughs> ran down the street and screamed Wu-Tang claim forever. <laughs> <laughs> That was the first Nicki Minaj I've ever seen. <laughs> and I had to ask my mom. I'm like, Mom, did that really happen? And she was like, yes. <laughs> she was like, yeah, he was like popping pills and doing lean. He was crazy. <laughs> what the heck? He was ahead of his time. Yo, listen. He was on that other shit. And right. from, like, it's crazy. he had nothing <laughs> right. on, but mind you, it's dark outside. He was a dark skinned guy, and he like lit is cold. Like it was so fucking cold. He was out there, butt ass naked. He <laughs> ran down, like he lived like ten houses down from me. He like ran towards my house and ran around the corner. Didn't stop. Didn't look. Didn't say nothing. Just was like running. So, yeah. like, how That's do you even recover? Like, how did the conversation even recover? I'm not, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, it was just too much. Like, only in Philly, only shit. Like, wow. Yeah, my the story that only thing I can remember is like so, like it's so mild. Um, yeah, I was about to, <laughs> it's so dumb compared to your story. I'm like, damn. <laughs> so only, I'm the only one that has that? trauma. <laughs> So, since it's so dry, the first one, I, I just thought of another one. So, the first one is um, on, it was, like, around Black Friday. Um, My store was, like, jumping. And I'm, like, trying to help everybody. I'm turning around. I turn the fucking around. And I see Nia Long in my store. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Really? What? That's so random. So random. Nia Long was literally in my what store buying she stuff. Here? Um, She was, uh, yeah, she was, because I think she's married to somebody who 
um, is from or is a coach of the Sixers, something like that. Oh wow! Um, yeah, oh, she wow. was in my store. Um, and I like kind of froze up, but I was trying to um, like still be professional, and I was trying to pretend like I didn't know her, but I knew who she was. I was looking like <laughs> I would have act but, like I knew her. I would have <laughs> been like, but I also heard she's not that like friendly. So then again, I probably <laughs> really? knew it. Yeah. Well, she wasn't mean. She wasn't mean to us because the store was crowded as hell, and we had to check her out on like the iPad. I was so nervous about that, and then my <laughs> oh. coworker was having a hard time, and like she had the thick ass. Like, if you ever worked in retail and you re- worked in retail where rich people be at, mm-hmm. a lot of them have American Express cards, the mm-hmm. thick ass metal American Express card, and she had that one, and sometimes it didn't swipe. Oh. because it's metal and like sometimes we had to type it in and i was like oh my god please swipe this time i don't want to be typing in a celebrity credit card number like just the last thing i want to do but it's swiped. but um uh, i can't wait uh, till we had them problems i yeah. seen um <laughs> the only celebrity when i worked in retail it wasn't even a celebrity I, I didn't recognize her at first it was b-face honey like i oh, followed yeah. her on youtube and i was like but I didn't like I wasn't that into makeup like I knew who she was but like when she was there it was just so much happening in the store and I was and she was like asking me all these questions about some costume jewelry and I was just like she was like how long does it last and I was like it's costume jewelry (laughs) I was like it's it's not real (laughs) so I wouldn't know and um and when I, I kept looking at her like where the fuck I know her from and when she left I said shit that's beef face honey but yeah I've had a lot of celebrities like come to retail places. That, I mean, because I worked in New York too. But yeah, that was a crit. The I just was like, what the hell? Like, I'm over here sweating. That's really random. I'm dressed like a candy cane. Um, and I'm like, turn what if it was Lorenz Tate? <laughs> what? Like, Dan in the eyes? Like, I would have like, I would have froze. Like, I got a big crush on him. His little ass. I know. That's the only little guy I like. I really like him. He's so oh, cute, though. Also, um, just it was quick. When I lived in New York, my parents used to come to um to visit me during christmas time so because it was honestly christmas is way more fun in new york it's literally like the movies but um mm-hmm. so Aww. it was a dis- it was a display of, like um these cardboard cutout people and my mom was like get on the display and take a picture so like it i took i was like on a display and like i put my hands out pretending i was a cardboard cutout and the police came up to us <laughs> <laughs> excuse me <laughs> excuse me um could you get down from there? And, um, <laughs> and um, I jumped off so big because I'm like, I don't want to fuck with the NYPD. And yes. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. But like, I got the picture. <laughs> Why that would they do hilarious. that? Like, That's like, so like oh, damn, it's Christmas time. Right. I was so Joe, too. I got to find a picture, y'all. I was so Joe. That's I had my funny hands out and I was smiling real hard. My mom was behind the, her phone, like, <laughs> cracking up, like, taking a picture of me. Oh and then they God. just fucked up the fun. Yeah, <laughs> like, um, excuse me. What they say, like, you're, when you're black, you're never alone because it's a white person. Always watching. Like you said, it's Christmas, like, have some cheer. But honestly, if I would have, that thing wasn't too sturdy. I mean, that was when I was my smallest, but still, if I would have broke a hole in that, the city of New York would have been on my <laughs> Definitely <ass>. owe me <laughs> some money because y'all did not have a sign that said, don't get my big ass up here. <laughs> oh, for real, right? They had no sign. It was free game. 
That's how right. I feel. I really feel like if there's no sign and I hurt myself, that's on you. Because you should have thought somebody was going to do that. And I love having fun, so you got to have signs for me. <laughs> you mind you have a, a crazy Christmas experience? Crazy Christmas experience? Not really. But I will say this is kind of a funny story. Super innocent, but like nothing too crazy. When we were younger, my mom would say little things like... um. You know, Santa's going to be on the roof. Like, you're going to hear me. Like, she would go to our third floor and, like, stomp and do things like that. <laughs> supposed to be, like, Santa, so the cute. reindeer, and stuff like that. So, I would get really excited, even though I knew it was my mom, because I would tell my little brothers, like, oh, it was Santa, because they were young enough to, like, not, you know, know. Why my cousins, who were haters and didn't believe in Santa, was telling me it was somebody else on the third floor. And it then oh, started shit. becoming, like, scary to me. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> no, nah, that's definitely... <laughs> I just felt like my whole life, I was constantly... I always had Christmas cheer. Like, that's one thing about me you need to know. But the people <laughs> in my family, especially my older cousins, they used to be like, Santa's not real. That's not real. I would be like, anyway, so... Like, that's really how I always been. I don't play about Christmas, but... Yeah, no crazy memories. Um, just people in my family getting drunk, yelling at each other. <laughs> right. Normal shit, right? Normal <laughs> shit. Regular, regular shit. <laughs> just regular. You, Natasha. Um, I really well. It's not really crazy. It's kind of bad. Um, <laughs> you sure yeah. you want to say it? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just going gloss over it but i was about to get into it with a relative we kind of had a little physical altercation um on christmas yeah. and it was just you know um we have since recovered from that but you know it was i want to say one of like the hardest times of my life because it really escalated over nothing and like i remember i was trying to like fight her nigga it was just a lot going uh on. yeah <laughs> so, like it just it like was, some shit that just spiraled it just went totally left um but other than that honestly i'll say this um as a kid i grew up well, DeAndre, you know this. I grew up on 63rd Street or whatever in West Philly. And um, it was a one-bedroom apartment, maybe 300 and something square feet. It was very, very, very small. And um, I used to say to my mom, like, well, how, like, our tree was so little. My mom would, like, stack a bunch of boxes under it and then have, like, this long tree skirt mm -hmm. or whatever. So in my head, it was the biggest tree because I always had a lot of gifts underneath. So I didn't care. Like, my cousin's like, oh, you got that little ass tree. And I'm like, oh, but, like, I got all these gifts, though. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, but I said to my mom one time, I remember saying, well, how was he getting, how did Santa get in this house? Like, how did, <laughs> how did I didn't really get it, we, but we had a balcony. So she was like, well, he would come in through the balcony, and I was like, but the door is closed. Like, and like, she had shit in front of it. So I was like, you know, asking all these questions. So I remember the one year, like, she opened it up to try to, I guess, you know, uh, uh, you know, appease me or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I kind of, I don't know. It's like, I feel like then I kind of just knew it wasn't like a real thing because it just didn't make sense. <laughs> the, my mom was so nonchalant about it. Like, oh, you, like, it's like I gave her the balcony idea. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she was just like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mm -hmm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, she didn't do a fuck at all. She tried. So. She tried. <laughs> she just no, was like, like, girl. Parents really just be tired. Like, she's like, I done this. I done ripped I all this shit. I've been working all day. You guys see all this 
fucking questions about Santa what shit. Like, mm-hmm, <laughs> yup, you so smart. <laughs> right, and that's exactly what tip she was on too. So. That's really how it is. Yeah, that's, like that's they, all for me. My mom always did that shit with me. Like, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, you sure. I do right. that now. <laughs> Based on what conversation me and Natasha had, what are some movies that you consider a Christmas movie, but not necessarily a Christmas movie? Elber Scissorhands. Oh, oh, yeah, that is true. Because I had it on my list. Um, because I do like a movie list every year. Um, and I was thinking because it's like I because everybody know I love horror movies, so it's like. One day I watch horror movie. One day I watch a classic Christmas movie, and I was like, "Damn, <laughs> it's so hard! Like, it's not that many Christmas mm-hmm. horror movies available on streaming." And I'm like, "I'm not paying for shit." Oh. I was but like, what do you normally watch? Horror is my favorite genre too. But what do you watch normally as like a go to for Christmas? Um, I so normally one of my fa- two of my favorite Christmas movies are um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Mm-hmm. And then a year without a Santa Claus. Those are two movies. That I love that. A year I never, Santa Claus. I never even heard of that. Oh, oh you gotta classic. watch it. Yeah, it's, it's like, cl- yeah, it's, it's like, like a classic. Cl- yeah. mm-hmm. And it's claymation. Like I love that movie so much. It just feel, it just makes me so. Oh, weird. my that name is Miser. Whatever. Yeah. I touch. <laughs> 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 oh wow, it's so good. So yeah, I like that stuff. But yeah, I would say Edward Scissorhands is definitely a, like for me. Oh, yeah, I'm for like. Sure. If I'm like, it has to have a nice snow in December and like have some holiday stuff. But yeah, ever since Jan's is definitely a Christmas movie. Iman, you have one? Yeah, so I'm gonna say Chronicles of Narnia. It took me oh, all day. Yeah. Oh, I watched it last year for Christmas. So, You're so right. It's something, again, I think, Sabrina, you write about the snow and there's something super whimsical about that movie. I. My whole family love Chronicles of Narnia. I don't know what it is, but we really loved that movie since I was a kid and it just always reminded me of like winter yeah right. mm-hmm. so Iman yeah. you like uh, the show Lock and Key then oh wait what's the show called Lock and Key on oh, Netflix I have that so what's that about it's it's so it's not as uh, uh what's that I want to call like it's not as animated when it comes to like um you know uh, animals talking and stuff like, like CGI that. Like Chronicle- type stuff. Mm-hmm. right but it is you know a different realm like you know we're in this different house, realms. and yes. then you're going into this different realm and then there's other things going on oh, and it. it's very and there's kids involved lock and key is all about about that i'm gonna check um, that out i love like yeah, that's the watch key. they want us they did their second season recently so they okay. two seasons behind but it's definitely something that you could binge at some point you would love to me they, they compare just in that regard like you know just uh a different world type of a thing and with children and discovering things and you know that type of thing i don't want to give it. too much away but i'm gonna check it out yeah it's it's really good what's your natasha you know I got two. Yeah, I, I had you <laughs> Mean Girls is one. Yeah. Um, oh, mean yeah. Girls is me and my daughter is like the top of the list. We have to watch it every year. Um, even if they only had the one little Christmas scene. <laughs> where it's they like such there. a good scene though. It's a great scene. Um, that, and uh, my second one is The Wiz. 
Like, I asked <laughs> Lewis. Love yes. the Wiz. Um, the Wiz. I was in the Wiz and, uh, for um, my acting camp. Really? Uh, yes. I love the Wiz. I just think it's such a... Um, to me, it's one of those timeless... You know, white people kind of go to Wizard Eyes and all of that. And, you know, traditional things. I like the Wiz because, for one, I don't know. It's just something about it. Well, it's it, snows, it snows in the beginning, too. Remember, like, she kind of was out in the snow when yeah, everything she's like changed. she's, on black ice, right? Yeah, like, you know, so it was, like, snowing outside when her family was coming over, and it was, like, this whole mood, you know, before she went into, you know, the Wiz or whatever. I don't know. It was just, I look at it like a really family-oriented thing. I love Michael Jackson. I absolutely love the singing. I love all of it. So, you know, and it's funny to me. So that's a good uh, movie that me and my daughter watch. Deandra, what is yours? So mine has nothing to do with Christmas at all, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not even a fucking Christmas scene. It's just the fact that um, my grand so for a gift, my grandma took all all of us to see this movie on like the day after Christmas. So I just automatically like think about it as a Christmas, but it's Dream Girls. I knew you was gonna say Dream Girls. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it after fucking, Christmas too. I uh, fucking love Dream Girls. Like that is my <laughs> like I had the soundtrack. Somebody bought me the soundtrack before the movie came out. I was listening <laughs> to that. I love like I love Dream Girls. That is my movie. Don't watch it with me. I'm quoting it. Like oh my god. Does it have nothing to do with Beyonce? No, it really has nothing to do with Beyonce because she's not like the star of it. Like her her scenes are cool, but like I'll be laughing at the scenes that she's not in. Like everybody (laughs) else is like my favorite. Like I'll be cracking up. But that is like my movie. That's my fucking movie. But I saw me and my sister was like, oh, let's find some like black Christmas movies to watch, like other than the other ones that we watch. And two that came up that I didn't realize is kind of technically a Christmas movie is the Friday After Next. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that <laughs> yep, is. Was. That's like, that is a fucking Christmas movie. I actually was going to put that on my list, but I have a thing where I said this on our podcast. I really am biased. I really like Christmas movies where Santa Claus is present. Um, <laughs> so I noticed on my list that some movies didn't and I'm like this is I'm going overboard like I'm sorry I chose Ever Scissor Hands over Friday over and Friday and so wait but wait you like horror mention. you like horror though so I do, you but got no, Black is, Christmas on there yeah yep I watched I watched the original last year and then I, I watched love the, the original and then I watched the 2006 one this year and then next year I'm gonna watch the 2019 one yeah so they just, made two more after I've never mm-hmm. seen the, the extra two yeah was it worth watching um, I thought it was okay. Um, oh, the so no. I thought it was. I thought it was okay. It wasn't the kills. If you like gore and kills and stuff like that, is definitely decent. Like it's definitely like the gore is is really decent. But I actually, I'm, why am I lying? I actually did like it. But I did like the first one better because that's what started slasher movies. Right. Um. But yeah, I think it was good. Like I feel like you probably would like it because it's like, it's like whoa, like it's like it it come in crazy. So. Oh, well, that's going to be on my list. Yeah. <laughs> I'm oh. sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, DeAndre. No, no, you're good. But it's the one more. I wonder if y'all can guess. It's like, it's really not a Christmas movie, but it's this one scene from Christmas that black people always quote. It's always come on BET. It's not Baby Boy. No. Christmas. Christmas. Holiday like, Yes. <laughs> 
That is so random. And I'm like, why the fuck would they say Holiday Heart is a Christmas movie? Because you know what's crazy? I was looking at my list and I was like, all right, I want to watch Black Christmas movie. And then I'm so mad because the Holiday with Queen Latifah. You That's gotta, my movie. You got to pay for that. It's not available on streaming. And I'm that like, is no shit. If it's starring Queen Latifah, I'm watching. Do You said, do I have free what? Them APKs, them free. No, see, I am so. I see, I'm like email with stuff like that. If it's if I gotta go around town to do stuff, because my dad got like a fire stick and stuff like that, I'm like, I don't like that. I'm gonna watch it the traditional way. <laughs> oh my <laughs> so, god. Oh, so, yeah, you have to pay for it. Um, maybe yeah. I'll mess with the fire stick, but um, yeah, Holiday Hearts was on the list for black Christmas movies. It was that is but, so <laughs> fucking funny. That's so we funny. We did a rewatch a Holiday Heart, like, yeah. and we did it honestly because we were smacked. We wanted to laugh. We like let's watch Holiday Heart, and we was like, yo, this movie actually was ahead shit. of its time. Yes, it was. Yeah. It was so ahead yeah. of its time. It's yeah. really the acting good. was impeccable. The acting yeah. was and impeccable the fact that V Rains did that role back yeah. then. I wonder right. how they hearts was a real person though. I wonder. I really wanted him to be mm-hmm. holiday hearts. and holiday mm-hmm. yeah. throw hands. Like, what if he yep. really holiday was fucking people up with like <laughs> long ass nails, <laughs> a weed, <laughs> and didn't give a fuck? <laughs> like, right? She, he's, he's not like, playing about weed because you. Which one? You like the dick in his pants or the one on the table? <laughs> <laughs> He no. said, you and that little girl hurt me for the last time. <laughs> he said, what the little girl do? Wanda, so, uh, Wanda really start going down and she started looking like crazy. One night, so me and my cousins watched that and for some reason that scene scared us. This one we like it. <laughs> my sister was scared too. My sister <laughs> hated that fucking movie and that was my movie. I could never watch it around her. That is so funny. That scared and our aunt came in a room. We was like, ah! Like she really like, <laughs> and she would be like, turn it off. <laughs> yeah, you know what's the funniest scene to me? But it's so it's like when she started shimmying her boobs and she's like <laughs> Wait, when she had the bike? No, she oh. like was soliciting sex like um oh, in the prank yeah. house and she started shimmying her boobs and snapping like Alfred Woodard did that. No, she plays a good ass crackhead. Yeah, she is she a good She plays good crackheads. If yeah. you ever watch Down in the Delta, she plays a good fucking crackhead. I didn't see that. But you know what else? Why did they, it was not, why did they make her deaf like that? Like, it was like unintentionally <laughs> funny. It was, it was so <laughs> overly was dramatic. Like, why was that so funny? <laughs> like, come on. Because it was in slow motion and it kept on zooming in. And then it was, it was the hair. It was Picture the tilt. It. it was the like bop. Like, I got the bike holiday. That really was a Like, joke. is it really a black charades game if you don't act out that scene? Like, is it really? Oh my gosh. You know, I'm so glad we's doing this because we play that on my Christmas uh, for me for holidays. And that's going to be my fucking scene. They I'm doing that. That. <laughs> that that is everything. Look, if y'all never seen Holiday Heart, y'all gotta watch it. It's really good. Yes, and I, Lord, I say watch classic. it drunk, too. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah but, it's um, a good movie. I don't think we got time for our glow-up topic. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, but listen, this is the fucking. This, I'm about to say, we have dropped a <laughs> lot of gems throughout this entire episode. Yeah. And once again, thank you, girls, for joining us. And yeah, like, so much. We, this was such a great time. Once again, like, we just let time get away from us. We appreciate you. Y'all are actually our first guests. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, first pop our cherry. <laughs> I always gotta go left, right? I was about to say, that's when I'd be like, okay. <laughs> that's how we be at the I'm about to get a text, put me a check. Okay, told it down. No, that's fine. I knew you was gonna say that. That's why I paused, because I knew you were gonna say that. Like, I just knew. But no, we really appreciate you guys for coming on and joining us for our little Christmas chat. Um, anything yeah. you want to, you guys want to p- tell us your uh, Instagram handles and where they can listen to you at? Yes. Yes. Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was go- <laughs> okay, I was doing it in order we do it on our show. Oh, yeah, but but yeah, do you it can like find it. us everywhere. Anywhere that you stream the podcast, you can find us, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, SoundCloud, you name it. Find us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch, on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch. You can find me on Instagram at Imama Tay. You can find me on Twitter at It's Mate. And you can find me on Instagram at It's Frankenfem and Twitter on Frankenfem underscore. Period. So y'all go follow and go listen and let us know your thoughts about this week's episode. Tell us some of y'all Christmas movies. They aren't really Christmas movies. As always, you can listen to us at Just Let It Glow on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple. And on Twitter at Just Let It Glow. And Instagram, you can follow us at JST Let It Glow. And once again, we appreciate you guys for glowing with us through another week. Um, anything Absolutely. you want to add? Uh, I, I just want, you know, again, to thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, you know, I definitely hope that this is not the last time that we will have you guys as guests on here um and you know just continue to glow up everybody i hope you know that you guys got something good from this episode and we look forward to talking to you next week bye, bye. bye. peace bye.